Sega! See, it doesn't work. Give up on the podcast. Don't make the podcast laugh at you. This is Insert Credit BG Goat Edition, where we will determine once and for all which Sega Genesis game, based on your nominations, is the greatest of all time. Yeah. I'm, Al- I'm Alex Jaffe, and I'm- my first Genesis game was Sonic the Hedgehog 3. I'm uh, Tim Rogers, and my first Genesis game was uh, Mark Cerny's Kid Chameleon, which was played in a, in a Sears in, uh, in uh, near Baltimore, Maryland. Okay, so this is the first one we played? I'm uh, the first one I played. Uh, I'm, Fra- I'm Frank Spaldi, and my first uh, Sega Genesis gaming experience was uh, Altered Beast. Oh, nice. man, the Beast. Nice. The beast. I'm Brandon Sheffield, and my first uh, Sega Genesis game experience was unfortunately Last Battle. Nice. Oh, that game is, that game is uh, pretty much the, the last game that you might ever play because it's so yeah. bad. Yeah, I, I, but I did. I did actually just, just a few minutes ago, finish reading Fist of the North Star, which is very appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's a really cool comic. Sure. Because I should Last prepare Battle you for this podcast. Yeah. yeah, really cool comic if you like pictures of really big dudes mm-hmm. punching so, each other. Really we top-heavy right. male humans. So we received 143 votes by a podcast at insertcredit.com for 69 games. We will dedicate four minutes Whoa. to discussing the top twenty vote getters, and then ranking, and then we'll rank each of them in respect to the others we discuss. If the panel All doesn't right. feel like discussing a particular nominated game, they may choose to pass, and I'll replace it with another in the list of nominees which did not make the initial cut. So, are you guys ready to start? Yeah, I'm, yes. I've always been ready. Yeah, All they're right. ready. We'll uh, start the hundred. Hundred percent. We'll start. The top twenty are put in alphabetical order. Uh, we'll start with Alien Soldier. Ooh. Definitely number one on the list so far. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I like Alien Soldier a whole bunch, uh, but the problem is uh, I did spend many, many uh, very, very concerted weeks, uh, very many arrogant weeks uh, forcing myself to like it. And I still cannot beat it on one credit, but uh, I can do pretty good. And uh, it's it's a pretty ridiculous game that is uh, uh, very player hostile, very very uh, user unfriendly. Yeah, uh, that's the main thing that that would take it down the list. If it weren't number one right now, it probably wouldn't be number one because it's fantastic. <laughs> it's really great looking, and uh, Treasure Share did a whole lot of stuff with it. But it's it's impossible, and you have to do all this kind of controller gymnastics just to 
make basic play happen. And uh, unfortunately, that for my personal list, it just it can't be that fun doing that it, for me. It doesn't chart on. I've actually wrote down a personal top twenty before this podcast, and it does not chart on my personal top twenty. Not unfortunately, mine. no matter how much I still. It's it's a great, uh, worthwhile video game to look at, but it's a perfect example of how to design a game in the most off-putting fashion possible. Uh, it's it's hilariously cool, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, getting good at it. It's like learning to play a saw when you could just learn how to play a cello. Does that make any I, sense? I, yeah. I respect it, but I don't enjoy it is the problem. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever played it, Frank? I haven't, uh, but it's a treasure game, so it's probably at least okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you, no, know, you know what it's about. It's about the Birdman with uh, the kind of robotic body. But the yeah, I'm, I'm looking at pictures. I, I have looked at this game before on YouTube he, and stuff. Yeah, he does like, punches yeah. that have light beams come out of him and stuff. And, and sometimes there's like fire uh, coming out of his arm and stuff. It looks yeah, like and he has to he has to do this. He he has to wave his hands up and and down in the air to block things. I believe it was Electronic Gaming Monthly that. Uh, coined the, the the phrase "boss parade" based on this game. The oh, phrase yeah. "boss parade" comes from that was something that that EGM had written in their many previews of "look at this crazy game." It's worth noting that many enemies in this game are shaped like penises, and yes. many enemies are shaped very very uh, obviously like vaginas. It's very worthwhile to notice that, and it's uh, I mean you'd you'd have to be an idiot to deny that there's stuff be, <laughs> stuff be penile and stuff be vaginal in this game. So that's that's a thing to note. One of my favorite parts is there's a there's a little blue teddy bear who uh, you rescue from being killed by a lobster. Blue lobster. baby. Yeah, yeah, the blue baby, who I, I don't have. I should get a bedtime bear and name it Blue Baby, and it would be based on the... So anyway, you rescue this teddy bear, and it's just... Uh, once you uh, rescue the teddy bear uh, from this enemy, he goes, let's go. And then he gets behind the wheel of the speedboat and starts driving the speedboat. And then eventually an, an enemy jumps out of the water and and uh, throws the teddy bear into the water with a stream of smoke. And it's like a weird moment of humor in an otherwise completely kind of sterilely bizarre game. And I, I asked Masato Maegawa, the producer of the game once what what the heck was the deal with that and he's like oh man that was hilarious we just we thought that bear was hilarious and I'm like there you go so that's that's the that's the end of that story so number one so far number yep. one so far Alien Hello. Soldier let's go on Castlevania Bloodlines Castlevania Bloodlines is definitely number one on this list so far Blue Lenies yeah that's that's a good one. That I had a hard a, time the first time I played it because I just couldn't accept that it was a Castlevania game. It didn't feel like one. Yes. But, uh, yeah. Once you once you play enough of it, you're like, you know, maybe there's some breathing room with Castlevania. It's uh, it's missing a whole lot of the friction and the weight of a game such as Rondo of Blood, and it's kind of like the weird kid cousin of Rondo of Blood because it's it's a straightforward, straight ahead Castlevania game, but it's uh, it's a little bit lighter. It feels it feels lighter and freer, and uh, it feels fancier, without feeling quite as uh, hardcore and tough. But it's a very smooth game. Yeah, well, very, they, very they also, game. I mean, they deliberately kind of made it a side story by not including any uh, any direct Belmonts as well. 
It's got John Morris and Eric Lacard. Also, it's got them gorgeous graphics and some musical gorgeousity as well. It's really, really just a pretty score and uh, lots of... They're, like, pulling out all the stops and doing all the techniques on here. It's like Konami wanted to prove that they weren't leaving the Mega Drive behind and uh, (laughs) make something amazing. Yeah, because they they basically only made two games... Yeah. Well, the Rocket Knight Adventures. Let's let's not get into that yet. But uh, there's a, yeah, the game has some screeching FM synth in it, yeah. and it's some chunky, really chunky, just drippy, chunky bass in there. And the Eric Lacard's spear is one of my favorite video game weapons ever. It's it's not. It you can tell that they were like, let's make something as iconic as the original Castlevania's whip. And yeah. they didn't quite do it, but for somebody like me, there is, there is this like five star fine dining feel to that spear. I just, I, I really like that spear. You know, it's, it's funny like, you should mention uh, fine dining, because uh, in Electronic Gaming Monthly, uh, Daniel Carpenter says that uh, it serves all the best of the Castlevania series on a, on one great platter. Oh, that's amazing! Ah. Yeah, one great platter. But I do want to read yeah. one more quote. This is the, this is this is from Sushi X's uh, eight out of ten review of Castlevania Bloodlines. Ready? Nice. I admit it. Konami is the king of Castlevania games. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If ever, if ever any game would make, yeah, you know, I can't think of a game that would be more of a king of Castlevania than the Castlevania game. Yeah. And it's like, who who made Rondo of Blood? I you know like who exactly was responsible for it? What Castlevania people from what teams? It's like I'm not really sure. It Bloodlines, you mean? Yeah, Bloodlines. Well, yeah. Who made Bloodlines? Uh, it wasn't the people who made Rondo of Blood. Not no. exactly. Who who was it? Who knows? We could figure it out. I tried to figure it out once, and I, it wasn't I really the hardcore couldn't. Team. It was not the hardcore team. No. Isn't there but, some kind of urban legend that it was the Tiny Toons guys? It could have been some Tiny Toons guys. Who the heck knows? Yeah, I don't know. But you hey, know, also a lot of people go through that that game without realizing that you can flip your spear. You can do like a a, a spear spin thing. Yes, I love that. That's that's my fine dining on a platter. So yeah. the the one thing about the game is it just it progresses through a whole bunch of different levels. The levels are completely different. You're like doing that Tower of Pisa level. It's it's set around like like famous cities and monuments from around the real world mm-hmm. and uh, you finally get to the end and you just fight this monster beast and you destroy the, the final boss and then as soon as you strike the final blow the words the resurrection of Dracula has been averted appears on the screen and it's like it's like oh yeah I guess that's what it's like as soon as you strike the final blow the uh, the subtitle appears on the screen telling you, just summarizing the story. Yeah, Dracula's not going to be resurrected. You did it. And it's like, the game gives you no intro leading up to that. That's fantastic. Yeah, at the end you're like, oh, that's what I was doing. So that's what I was, so that's what was up there. <laughs> oh, there we go. Here yeah. at the end. Comics Zone. Comics Comic Zone. Zone. Oh, man. It had a fart attack. Yeah. yeah. If you press down a whole bunch of times, you'd fart and it was hilarious. I, I almost want to skip it. But, uh, I want to be. I, I I want to veto it, and I I, I would explain why. Yeah. I think it's it's not that good. It's, yeah, it's it, not that it, good. It's got real nice animation, and that's about all I like. Real nice it, animation. It, 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 the the comic book thing is really cool. You yeah. know, like it, like that is really cool. 
That's, that's if you guys want to just wildy this, I'm 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 good with that. Okay, yeah. let's let's veto. We get two out of three. We can we, we can. I mean, you can give it two more sentences on why we're vetoing okay. it. Anybody Fine. have anything else to say? Uh, it's, I it's, don't it's, have it, any fun when I play it, and it's, it's confusing. It's ropey, and it's like the action's not not snappy. It doesn't feel right. It's just feels like a very loose bucket of boltsy sort of game. At times, mm-hmm. it's actually kind of confusing. I remember getting yes. uh, like stuck because I was I just couldn't figure out how to get past like this lava pit. Okay. Um, I I feel sort of bad vetoing this one after not vetoing Alien Soldier, which I described as one of the most user-hostile games ever made. But But you didn't want to veto the first game on the list. But Comic Zone is structurally and mechanically boring. Okay, let's move on then. Aggressively mechanically boring to finish it off. There you go. I'm done. Contra Hardcore. Contra Hardcore. Hardcore. Oh, man. Definitely better than Alien Soldier. Yes. I'm going to say... I'm not going to say better than Castlevania, though. You're not going to say better than Castlevania? No, what because, about you, Brandon? No. I'm not going to say better than Castlevania either, uh, again, because... Well, so this is a kind of difficulty that you can actually theoretically master, and you can get you can get really good at it, and every death is definitely your fault. So I enjoy that. I also enjoy the uh, the branching paths that lead to multiple just really bizarre endings sometimes. The more bizarre um, endings are pretty great too. And uh, but really, I don't have as much fun playing this as Bloodlines. Um, so I would, it's it's a tough call, but I think I would put it below Bloodlines, even though I kind of think it's it's a tighter game, but uh, but it's a less enjoyable game. It's interesting me. that you say tighter because I feel more in control of Castlevania than I do of Contra. Well, I think um, Contra, you can eventually feel pretty in control of it because the enemies, while relentless, are predictable. Um, yeah. And so you you if you want if you really want to try super hard, you can you can become a Contra hardcore master. But I've just the thing is, it's never it's never inspired me enough to make me want to get really really good at it. I've been okay at it, but. Um, a game l- like uh, Thunder Force 4 makes me want to become good, but this game makes me want to give up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is a very hard game, but uh, I, I kind of want to put it above Castlevania, but uh, I just consulted my, my personal top 20, and I did place it above Castlevania, or I did place it below Castlevania, so I guess... That's what it is. number two. I, I can't exactly remember why, but uh, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of reasons. I just I like how pure the experience of Castlevania Bloodlines is, and this is probably the the, the stupidest like justification, but heck yeah, yeah. Simple in Mexico, um, like it. But Castlevania just uh, feels really cohesive, whereas Contra Hardcore feels like look at all this crazy all stuff, this stuff we're trying. We got. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, go ahead. Oh, it's all good stuff. I mean, it's all straight solid, you know. But well, you know, yeah. uh, e- EGM reviewer Al Manuel uh, complained that there there were too many mid bosses and not enough real enemies, and I don't really understand that complaint. <laughs> that doesn't oh, make sense I, at all. I actually no. do understand that a bit. There, there are a lot of. 
stop stoppage moments where Castlevania or not Castlevania Contra is supposed to be supposedly you know whoever determines that is mm-hmm. supposed to be a game about running and gunning right run gun jump all that stuff but there's a whole lot of start stop in Contra Hardcore kind of an alien soldierishness you know yeah. like there's there's a lot of that there's people didn't get much of the uh, the platform action segments that you kind of would have sort of expected to get out of a game like that. that I think be. another another thing that I would say that that would put Castlevania Bloodlines just a bit above Contra Hardcore is that they both have a lot of events in them, which are you know just things that happen that are transitions between levels or that just are a cool device that you have to platform over or even just watch. And Contra Hardcore is all almost all stop you. And uh, Castlevanias mm-hmm. don't. They're much more like here's you know, here's yeah. a cool thing that can happen while you're doing something. And Contras are like, you better look at this cool thing I just did. Castlevania's got level design that is happening, whereas yes. Contra has level design where it's like, I mean, man, it's I I hate to only be talking about Contra Hardcore to diss it in comparison to Castlevania Bloodlines because it is a hugely fantastically fascinating video game. I know. I talked it up a Uh, little myself. But uh, don't get me wrong about that. But I, I, for my own taste, looking back, I I do like Castlevania Bloodlines more. Disney's Aladdin. Disney's Aladdin. Aladdin. Mm, you know what? It's a game good. that I I really liked back then, um, but it's one of those ones that I'm kind of afraid to play now. It's uh, I feel like maybe it wasn't that great. Um, I know I the animation it. was fantastic. Yes, it's amazing, and I played it more recently. The, the animation is great, but the problem is that the level design is kind of empty, and also the just the the game itself feels a little less full of life than I remembered when I was a kid. I, I kind remember that this, now that you're saying it, actually. I remembered it being this crazy, like, world where all this stuff was happening, and I really felt like I was running through a boisterous city. And then I played it again, and I was like, "Oh, it's not, it's not totally true." I, I pretty much uh, th- this was on my short list of games to veto. Uh, it's. <laughs> It's it's too bubbly and uh, well it it's got that man no offense to the guy because he now has hundreds of millions of dollars well that guy kind of thing but it's got that David Perry sickness up in it where you can't really tell what stuff is and it's just this loose bubbly juicy loosey goosey kind of game where you're just kind of like That's a lot of rhymes like, like Earthworm Jim where you're just kind of walking on a path and it's like the path is kind of going up and down but it's uh, it, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of visual sense, the, the game. And, I mean, I remember I, I've had aggressively, obsessively honed critical instincts since about age three or four. And I remember first playing this game and going, it's not that good. It's not as good as Super Mario. And, uh, yeah, I just think it's a, kind of a lumpy video game. I'm so it a- sounds like uh, you would disagree with Martin Alessi, who uh, says this cart also plays as good as Mario or Sonic. That's not true yeah, at I don't agree all, with that. Martin Alessi. Where, where <laughs> is Martin Alessi today? He's dead. That's right. He, is, is he dead? I think no, he's probably. not dead. He's let's, not just, dead. let's just say he's dead. Martin Alessi's dead uh, in the back seat of, like, not even a Ferrari. Da- 
Dave Perry's Honda Civic. <laughs> Backseat of Dave Perry's old Honda Civic, because that guy's driving a Lamborghini now. You yeah, know it. you know. He's but, driving uh, two Lamborghinis stacked on top of each other. Yeah, he's using them as roller skates. He's, <laughs> so, so David Perry, not so good at making games. Pretty good at technology, but yeah, yeah. That's I mean, that's really what it comes down to with Aladdin, right? It's like did, it's a really technically sound game. Like yeah, it has all it, the pieces it, there. It's everyone who worked on it obviously was really good at their jobs. But, it is uh, heck yeah, video game technology. I would say. But it, yeah. ultimately, it's just kind of an empty game that you stroll through that has a lot of cool uh, tech behind it. So I think, in conclusion, Vito. <laughs> nice. Well, I don't know. We don't know the others. No, you know what? There's I. I've yeah, also bad. done my own personal list of twenty, and there there are more that uh, that we need space for. Okay, so let's veto Disney's. <laughs> so let's veto Disney's Aladdin. Move on. Poor uh, game. Oh, a- by the way. Super Nintendo one's better. Okay. Gain ground. Gain ground can stay on the list. It can stay on the list, but it's probably going to be number 20 in my opinion. Yeah, but... Because it's it's just so... You play it, and it feels old. It's like like a Master System game that was on the Genesis with some nicer graphics. It's a fine game, but it's like... It's know. musty. It feels musty. There's, but there's stuff I really, really like about it. Like, uh, it's there's just always that weird disconnect, kind of a space invaders ishness to it, where, like, when you're like throwing a spear and it like takes like a second for the spear to like th- come out of your dude. And uh, I played the uh, the Sega Ages one for PS2, and I had a I had a heck of a good time with it. I mean, you know? single but, single screen uh, games are really cool. Uh, yeah, I think those are nice, and being able and it's not quite single screen, but it's basically it's a single long screen sometimes. And yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like it's um, it's uh, how how do you say it's 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 amazing that they could construct such a thing and make it fun for the duration of time that they did. Yeah, there's there's all this little stuff to it, like. There's a lot of like very obvious choices that were made. It's not like, you know, it's not like a total shoot 'em up sort of game where you're just blasting dudes. It's a there's actual like thinking to the killing in the game. There's definitely I guess that's, a lot of thinking going on. Yeah, you actually are. You're sitting there thinking and playing an action game at the same time in the 1990s. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the early, the early 90s. Yeah, I'd put it at the bottom of the list so far because Alien Soldier's weird. Yeah, yeah, and what is, what is that now, like four? Yeah, that's four of four. Okay. You guys want to move on then? Uh, sure. I'm Guns, ready to move on. Yeah. Gunstar Heroes. Gunstar Heroes would be, I would say, number one on the list. It's number one on the list for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give that number, number one. Also. Number one on the list so far. It's, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing where I almost feel like it's cliched to like Gunstar Heroes, but it doesn't really matter if it is because it's such a fantastic You know what game. it's not? Not cliched to like right now. It's not cliched to like the American box art. So I'm going to say I like the American box art a lot. Yeah, Do people not really like nice. the American box art? I don't think people ever sit around talking about how much they like it. So let's be the first. I've yeah, never had a conversation. Don't like it. I, I, I've just never had a conversation about it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, see, there you go. We're having um, a conversation. Okay, here it we is, go. We're, we're doing something new with guns. I Star remember games. diehard game fan hating on the American art. And I was like, they were like, look at the beautiful Japanese box art. And I'm like, that is pretty good. I did own the Japanese version before, and uh, 
I, I, I marveled at its box art, much as I marvel today at Landstalker's box art. Landstalker and Gunstar Heroes were actually reviewed in the same issue of Die Hard Game Fan, where they both got all 100s. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if you guys know that. They no. both got 100% perfect scores. Nice. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Gunstar Heroes is definitely uh, one of those mind-blowing video games where it was as good as Castlevania Bloodlines and Contra Hardcore put together. Yeah. And the package uh, you could actually play. It was very friendly to the to the player. And it, it has it has almost it has a Nintendo level of polish to it. You yeah. kind of wonder why really Treasure does. never did that again. They I mean it was their first game. They never really went back and are, were like let's perfect this thing. Which I guess you, I can respect because they kept trying to do more stuff, but Yeah. Heck. It's like, it's like when a band finds their their real hit uh, album, it's like, well, all the angst has just bled out of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, There's, in, there... in Gunstar here, I really um, I love the jump kick and the throws. Just the, all the physical attacks are fantastic because the, the guns feel great and everything and the you little... didn't need to make the, the melee stuff so good, but they, they did. They made it so that you could play through a whole lot of the game just doing that and just your jump kick is so powerful and it feels great because you're just going because you're just ripping you're just like electric knifing through people yeah, yeah I, I mean I hate, I hate to use such a cliche word as snappy but everything in the game feels like you've got a rubber band in your fingers and you're snapping it at people it's, yeah. it is it is hecka snappy it is hecka punchy it's sticky and crunchy it's a punchy <laughs> Pedro it's, it's a fantastic game um all the little tiny actions. There are little things in there that, uh, basically, thirty seconds after I started playing it for the first time, it's like I burned a whole bunch of bridges in my brain. Where I'm just like, I don't want to play that anymore, and I don't want to play this stupid childish games anymore. This is the real deal. This one right here. It's TRD. Like yeah. the the little pause when you uh, when you grab a guy before you throw him. Uh, you know, it's so I, good. I've memorized that exact. Uh, I- interval of time, a little pause when you're uh, ripping through somebody with a jump kick or a body slam. Uh, the the really subtle choice between fixed and free shot, how they they both play very well, perfectly balanced in the game. Uh, level five, oh, the fact that every game is or every level is a sort of a different genre. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I, I I actually think that the dice palace is kind of hammy, and I don't like it as much as any of the other levels. Yeah, it's a little. It's I always got annoyed when I got there. I was like, just gotta get through this part, and then. Yeah, and it it does. It has a whole bunch of those griefing elements where it'll like push you back a couple spaces, and it's like, yeah. man, I just want to play the awesome level five, destroy them all, which is like such a fantastic level. And then you even have the 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 part where you're shooting in the ship. And then inside the ship, and then the final level is fantastic. And if you want to talk about, like, no game Treasure made after this one was nearly as good. So it's like it's still the only, the only source for its own level of goodness. Like, yeah. Guardian Heroes is cool, and it has a lot of like good punchy feeling in the melee, but it is not nearly as good at anything that it tries to do as Gunstar Heroes yeah. was at everything. Not it, by a long shot. Do we also, want to hear a quick uh, couple the, contemporary sentences? Okay, that, uh, and then I'm going to say another nine, thing. From the 9999 review at EGM? Yes, uh, that's correct. From the November 1993 issue where it won Editor's Choice Platinum. Uh, this is from Daniel Carpenter. 
The weapons are cool with enough variety, and the levels are huge, a plus filled with detail. Then there's the bosses. Once you fight these beauties, you'll wonder why game companies never did this before. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, That's right. Uh, 20 years later, literally 20 years later, uh, you'll wonder why haven't. game companies haven't done it since. Yep. There's, just, there's just not <laughs> enough beauties in, in their game. Yeah, there's no, a, especially like the, the highlight of the game for me is uh, going back to it as like a post 30 year old and uh, playing uh, it on the hardest difficulty and fighting all seven forms of seven force and just being like man this game is really awesome mm -hmm. and there's just like this labyrinthine encyclopedic amount of stuff in it uh, I just need to say one last thing one which last is, thing uh, which is uh, this is one of the rare cases where retail uh, game store employees were correct because I was a really I was a young kid I guess I was probably 13 or something and I had gotten Gunstar Heroes maybe I was 14 and uh, I went in I really really liked this game I didn't 100% understand what was different about it to other games because I didn't have very many other games yet so uh, I was playing this game and I thought it was great and I went in and I was like do you have any other games like this and the guys are like, uh, there aren't really any other games like that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they were right by accident, more because they could they were like racking their brains and couldn't think of stuff. Yeah. But it, they were totally right, and I've always remembered that since then because it's been so true. That it mm -hmm. is totally true. Uh, and I I want to say my final thing is uh, I bought Gunstar Heroes and Landstalker on the same day at the Electronics Boutique at King of Prussia Mall in uh, Pennsylvania. And uh, they were $7.88 each. That's wow. a big my, my, my aunt gave me $20, right? This was several, a few months after the games had come out. Seven eighty-eight each, brand new. I bought both of those games. My, my aunt had given me $20. I, I hid the $20 from my mom because she would have made me give it back. I bought both games. And I went to the food court, and I ate two Taco Bell bean burritos nice. while, while reading All the All on your $20. Manuals. That's wow. a day yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah, and I drank a giant, giant Sprite. And I'm just like, yeah, this is going to be cool. But then I had to wait like six days before we got back home so I could play. Our next game is General Chaos. General Chaos is not that good. Bye. Get yeah. it out of there. Yeah, yeah. Just kick it off. I mean, okay. I'm, sure, I'm sure people have fond memories of it. What would it being a sort of a pseudo pre-RTS RTS but uh, there's Dune 2 the battle for Arrakis also for the Genesis yeah. and it was made by the guys who went on to become Westwood who made Command and Conquer there are modern uh, uh, games which are better at trying to do what General Chaos did whereas there are no modern games that are better at trying to do what Gunstar Heroes did yep I agree in that so case I would, our Unfortunately, non-essential. Okay. Yeah, just while the it. Our, our next game is Landstalker. Landstalker's number one uh, for me so far. I would put it above Gunstar Heroes. Landstalker, it's... Uh, yeah. I would, I would have a hard time putting it above Gunstar just because... Yeah, you haven't beaten it, have you? I haven't beaten it. Um, and it's just... It's not as much my kind of thing... But it's yeah. really, really good, so I would at least put it at number two, 
but I know Tim's really oh going to want it to be number one, so it's it's a tough call. Is this down to me? Yeah, it's down yeah, to you, Frank. Yeah. Number one or number two? Oh my god! I won't I won't well, be hurt if you put it down on number two, but uh, I I just I mean this is one of the only video games in existence that I have obtained an encyclopedic knowledge of. I know every little thing about this game. I I really burgered out on it uh, when I was a kid. <laughs> burgered out. And uh, I, I know where all the stuff is, and I've played through it like a hundred times. Uh, and I mean, it's just it's a Zelda game where there's no tools in it. There's no extra items. There's just jumping and slashing. You know, there's so, no hook shot. There's no okay. Pegasus boots. I'll let it's you guys just, talk a little more before I make my call, but I got It's just huge, beautiful dungeons like that are just incredibly complex with uh these these gorgeous giant multi stage puzzles and towns that are huge and full of people with personalities and uh a story that's actually interesting. Your character is a is an eighty eight year old uh elf who looks like he's a teenager. But he's got this world, uh, uh, what do you call it? This this worldly wisdom that he's always hiding from people. He's just trying to scam these dudes, and they they go to this island to try to get this treasure. There's like this this cat burglar heist movie story to it, and it's like Zelda, but instead of go to the dungeon and get the eight mystic things, it's uh, we got to go to this dungeon because those guys are there, and we've got to see what they're doing and overhear their thing. And it's just it's just so cool. And, it also uh, has incredible 3D graphics created by yes. all-new Diamond Dimension System. <laughs> as it yeah, says on if the you notice box. on the back of my superior Nihongo box, it says, <laughs> it says DDS520. So. Diamond Dimension System. I don't know why they had to create a system for, like, Whoa. yeah, we did, uh, did three-quarter overhead view. If you look at the fantastic Nihongo here, it says Diamond-shaped <laughs> Dimension system, and then nice. there's really Oops. tiny font that I can't even read. It says uh, 3D system, something. But yeah, and the the Japanese version has some of the worst screenshots you could possibly pick to put on the back. There's just like guy walking in a town. Yeah, Man, the, but the U.S. Just, ones are okay. But yeah, let, so the the thing is, like it it is a really great, it is a great game, and it does have a good feel, but it takes. It takes some getting used to to figure out where jumping happens, what's above oh, what, and um, it does. It's not as snappy as a result because you really have to learn how how uh, to see how to, to see you, in that game, yeah. and that to me places it below Gunstar, which is just every everything is there, and you can everything just... in Gunstar's yeah, it's it's juicy and it's just kind of bouncing and happening. Frank, uh, I think it's my, time to make your call. So uh, the thing is that uh, Gunstar Heroes is great, feels good, it's a fun thing to play. Uh, Landstalker lets me walk around and experience a world, and uh, I'm almost always going to favor that over a pure action game, so I'm going to put Landstalker at number one. Landstalker oh, it yes. is. Yeah, um, no, I, I want to go ahead and say that my my own negatives for Landstalker. Okay, first of all, you were saying you have to learn how to see in the game. As a person true. with naturally uh, gimped stereo vision, I, I can't see very well in 3D in real life. So it's pretty cool to play a game where everybody has to see uh, <laughs> like me, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Um, and also, there are a large kind of a 
grotesquely large number of puzzles where the whole idea is just where's that platform? What plane yeah. is it on? You're going to yeah. have to figure it out. And uh, I can understand how somebody might not like that. I would love a 3DS uh, remake of it. Um, and in Brandon, if you ever want to see the whole game, just bring it on over here. Okay. Yeah, that would be a, that would be a fun weekend right there. In about six to seven hours, probably. That would be a fun weekend. <laughs> should do that. Um, yeah, I want to point mean, out I, I that totally do it. something a little disturbing. I don't think EGM reviewed Landstalker. They did huh. not. They did not review Lance. I could have told you that. that. Wow. Uh, as a person with encyclopedic knowledge of the game, they right. I know they did not review it, unfortunately. Our next game, Monster World 4. Oh! oh, oh. I like it. I like it so, but, uh, uh, Brandon, before you talk, you saw the worst stage in the game. That's all you saw. Brandon came over to my house and watched me play it for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I watched, I watched Frank play it, and... He was like, gotta get the thing, gotta go through the maze, get the other thing. Wait, where was I? I don't know, I'm somewhere in this maze. So was he, like, was, he, he was in the Egypt, he saw the Egyptian themed level, which uh, is the only level in the That's game a... where you have to like, go collect the four things and then put them in the right order and figure out the puzzle of which order to put them in and that's not really what that game's about at all. Yeah, it's uh, a, that's a bit of a lumpy fetch questy level, yeah. Yeah, so the rest of the game um, is much more like a traditional Monster World game, which is a game about uh, running and jumping and hitting things with your sword and, and, and going to towns and upgrading and stuff. Uh, Frank, I just have to briefly interrupt this thing to tell you that we can definitely hear all the plastic Oh, sorry. on those uh, magazines. Um, so so I, I personally love Monster World 4 a whole lot. Um, I, I like how... Okay, I like the personality of it. I like the look mm -hmm. of it. Uh, and I, I hate to mention this exact phrasing twice now, but it has a almost Nintendo level of polish in the uh, the visual presentation. Yeah, I, I would definitely tone down that verbiage just a yeah, little bit. It's in, kind in of funny the, how you uh, keep comparing Genesis. things. To Nintendo well, no. Games. Well, okay. I'm not. No, I know what you mean. I'm just kidding. Super Nintendo games. I'm comparing them to games developed by Nintendo. No, I, I totally know what you mean. Nintendo is one of the only companies that'll just like. Keep sanding on something until yeah. it's, it's it. You can touch it and get no splinters. And I'd <laughs> say the opening half of Monster World Four has that level of polish, uh, and then it kind of starts to slip. Um, but that game is really, really strict, and I like how strict it is. But I can understand someone not liking how strict it is. I mean, it has an old NES feel, mm -hmm. you know. It has a legacy of the wizard, demon sword, kind of strictness to it, where it's it's really tight and heavy. I would say it's heavy. It's stiff. It's got that master you know? system legacy, is what. It's yeah, got. the master system legacy is definitely in there, um, and it's almost not a Genesis game. It's almost more of a master system game, if that makes any sense. Oh, it, like, it does to me. But I mean, I love it a whole lot. And I've played all the way through it, you know, mm -hmm. on purpose. All the way through it on purpose. And, and there's some uh, fun uh, puzzly things to do because you get this companion that sort of floats around that you can uh, jump and grab and jump off of. Yeah. And, uh, and he grows as the game goes. I don't remember, you know, it's some kind of animal thing that everybody loves. But uh, yeah. there's, there's a lot of weird, neat little combos that you can do. Like, because, you know, he, he kind of floats... Uh, you know, slow jump like Batman cape style, so you can kind of float and then jump off of him to get to the new platforms. And uh, 
Yeah, that's really fun. Um, it, it feels sort of obscure, though. It doesn't feel like really as uh, what do you call it? It doesn't Solid. feel as natural as, as like natural. Yeah, it. yeah, I agree with that. So, where are we putting it on the list? Um, uh, do we want to put it above Alien Soldier? I'm gonna have to leave that to you. I don't. I haven't played Alien Soldier. Um, I. Uh, that's a tough question. That is a really tough you question because uh, because you're the only one who's played both of them. I think you really have to make that call by yourself. Oh no! Oh no! So Alien you... Soldier on the one hand is. I'm gonna say it's better than Alien Soldier because so, I feel good. I feel I'm good a, about okay Gunstar Heroes being as high as it is. Right. So between so. Alien Soldier and Hardcore. Yes, below Hardcore, definitely above Alien Soldier. Yeah. Right on. Okay. I'm, so, I'm, I'm still feeling some nervousness about Landstalker being above Gunstar right here. We can we can have a we, shootout at the end. Yeah. Yeah. We can we'll we can move happens. on. That was that was my call. It was. I up think you I think you'll like the games that I. Uh, well, let's 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 just. Keep I know, going. I know. And I, I want to say also, it has that West One developed sort of. Do we pronounce it West One? West One. West, West, West One. West One. Is it? I don't know. Whoever they are, it has it has their sort of trademark weirdness with the upgrade system, where like you get these gold bars in the game and you can trade them for money, but if you uh, just stop doing that and then save them up for some reason, uh, and then you go to the lady to trade them back, and she's evil now, and she's like. I won't uh, give you money for those, but if you want to just give them to me, cool. And then you give them to her, and then she gives you, like, a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> also, big minuses for Monster World 4. UI's too big. All right. I don't remember UI's that. too big. Also, I asked uh, Pixel if he played it, and he said no. So That's surprising. Cave Story is sort of better at doing what Monster Cave World does. Cave World is the best me. Monster World game, yeah. Yeah. Cave World? Cave, cave World. Story. Cave, cave, cave World. I'd play Cave World. I, I want to sure. play Cave World. Wow. All right, next. Yeah, that, next. Mortal Kombat 2. Ah, really? Vito. 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 It's yeah. not a Genesis game. It's, it's nope. a, it was on every console. It's an arcade game. And it's cool. Uh, and I, I'll talk about it if we do a fighting games podcast. But Yeah, we know, could do it on. then. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Okay. A little, little hint. Let's take, I'm sorry. All right, next. Mega Bomberman. Uh, Saturn Bomberman's better. Bomberman, Way better. Uh, would, Bomber, Bomberman '94 is better too. Bomberman '94 is better. Yeah. Oh man, I, I'm sorry. I kind of want to veto this one too. Okay, sure. I, I mean, that's, that's the problem with Bomberman. I mean, we can talk about that for it, a second. It's right? not. It's, it's like not a Genesis there's, game. There's always yeah. a better Bomberman. Yeah, you know what Bomberman right. I like a lot is Bomberman Super Bomberman 2 on the SNES. I like that one a lot. You know. Yeah. I, of course, I like my PC Engine Bombermans and Saturn Bomberman because ten players is insane and fun. Like, Saturn Bomberman is the best. Bom- is it the best Bomberman? Are we in agreement? I would on say that? that's the best Bomberman, Saturn Bomberman. So I there's heard. not always a better Bomberman. Well, like, it, but like you know, the the weird thing is, if Mega Bomberman was the only Bomberman in the world, it would be probably near the top of our list. Sure. So it's yeah, kind of unfortunate but it ain't. that it has that that. You know, yeah, it's it's actually yeah, a, darn, it's a god darn sadness. But Instead, yeah. it just gets vetoed. Yeah, okay. I I hate having to veto Bomberman because I think Bomberman's real cool. Yeah. Right. Next up is NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Man, that can't be on there neither because that was on the SNES and NBA Jam Tournament Edition on the SNES was far superior to the Genesis version. Puts yeah. up a brick. Okay. I don't think I don't think it's a veto though. It's I a veto for me. I, okay, I, it's, it's, like, it's an arc, it's an arcade game. 
We have if, and it was ideally played in the arcade. If Sunset Riders can't be on there, which I presume it can't because it's also on Genesis and Arcade, then neither can... Uh... Now, also, hang the, on. The Tournament SNES Edition... Sunset Riders was better. Tournament Edition was not an arcade game, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, well, yeah, okay, it wasn't an arcade right. game, but, but it was still... But that said, it's just, you know, a, a tweaked NBA Jam, right? Like, ultimately, I... it's just, like, the definitive NBA Jam version on that system. Yeah. So, yeah. judging it as just NBA Jam, yeah, it's not, like, a Genesis oh, game. Right. It was like, on Genesis. I, I'm not completely sold on vetoing it because, like, it, it was like, uh, for my experience, my gen- like, I had three Genesis games and one of them was NBA Jam. Like, I think of it as a Genesis game. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it did so, come out same day on both systems, though. As far as yeah. I'm concerned, the Super Nintendo version's better. I had both because yeah. my brother had one oh, and right. I had the other, and I, uh, I. Like okay, the NBA. The, I, I don't know. The Genesis version. The sound wasn't as good. The graphics weren't as good. Yeah, it's, but does like, that make it a lesser Genesis game? Though? If you really don't want to uh, veto it, no, I'm fine with vetoing it. But like, I, I think it's two to one veto, so it's vetoed. That's fine. All right. Uh, I'm Golden sorry. Axe. Fantastic game. You know. I mean, what are we going? We should do a Golden best one bit game. Yes, Golden Axe one. one. Yes. Boy, if it were on there, it would be my l- probably. It would be the last one. Yeah, it's not so, a good game. Is this yet another veto then? Golden Golden Axe is not good at all. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, who, I think we who, should veto it. Who okay. submitted a Golden Axe as the best Genesis game ever? Like multiple people, people apparently. Two people. Two people. Jeez. Yeah. Two Why? nut huggers. I'm sorry, nut huggers. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, well, well, what's, so what's not good about hug. it? Can we say what's not good about it? It's just it's a balloon animally <laughs> loose, uh, flailing. Uh, boring, like relentlessly boring brawler game. Yeah, and it's got basically one sound channel. Yeah. Yeah. It's Um, got one one crackly, blown-out, busted-up sound channel. It's got no inventiveness to it. Um, It just wasn't wasn't there. It's one of those games where it's like, you know, you walk into a room, and then someone hands you a phone book, and they're like, tear every page out of this phone book, and then you go (laughs) to the next room. Like, it's just one of those games where it's tedious. Okay. Yep. Then our next game is Fantasy Star 4. Fantasy Star 4, more like fantastic game for me. I'm going to say, with, uh, I'm, I'm glad that uh, you're doing these in alphabetical order because I know that nobody submitted Fantasy Stars 2 and 3. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, that's I'm relieved yep. by that too. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't want to um, have to sit actually, here. Actually, what... One person submitted Fantasy Star 2, but it didn't make the cut. I, I, I don't want to have to sit here and say that anybody who would have submitted Fantasy Star 2, which you now confirmed is somebody who existed, I don't want to have to sit here and say <laughs> right. that they're a nut hugger or a rude. Right. No offense, that game is weird and cool, you know, Fantasy Star 2, but is but it a great not, thing? It's not a great game. It's, it it's not a great game. It's not a great thing. It's uh, Fantasy Star 4 has that... Uh, really great manga-style storytelling uh, cutscenes with the the art kind of splashing in there. Uh, yeah. It's 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 an RPG that just it kind of moves real fast. It has all these. Uh, it had like a guild system where you can take on quests and go kill monsters at specified locations for money. It had a lot of stuff to do, which was not something I was used to in games at that point. Like, you could you could go into houses and, and look at their bookshelves and often get unique dialogue. Uh, and, you know, he would tell you the title of a book that's on the shelf that actually makes sense for that, you know, 
NPC who lives in the house that has two lines of dialogue. You know, like, like they really fleshed out this wor- world in, like, ways that they really didn't have to. And uh, I don't know if I'm qualified to rank this game or not, because this, this was my first RPG. Um, so uh, for me, like, this is just, like, one of the greatest games ever made. I've never gone back to it. Uh, I, I have gone back to it as recently as three years ago. Okay. And it's pretty good. And, I mean, I love the, the legacy RPGs, the really good ones, like Final Fantasy VI and... Uh, Chrono Trigger. Uh, Earthbound, Chrono Trigger. Yeah. I love all those games, but I also love the really weird ones, like, uh, like Paladin's Quest, uh, Mystic Arc. Uh, and I, I think Fantasy Star Four is is in that vein, okay. you know. Like, but it's better. It's like the best B RPG, I think. Like it, in terms oh, of that, uh, sounds, that sounds right. Yeah, the best B RPG. I think you nailed it. it. Yeah, it's like the apex of mm. the B RPG genre as established by Paladin's Quest and Mystic Arc and Seven. The Saga. B plus RPG. Yeah, it is. It is the B plus RPG, and. Uh, its story is pretty cool and affecting, and it's got space, and it's got spaceships and robots and guns and dragons and sandworms. You, know, you go to a lot of places. It's a big game. It takes um, you on a goddamn journey, yeah. It takes you... I mean, you, like, dig up a spaceship and fly to another planet, which, you know, for the series isn't new, but for uh, someone coming in for the first time to the series, it's like, wow, this is huge. So, so where anybody, is it on our list? Oh, uh, let me let me say what I was gonna say. I was gonna say if anybody out there wants to play this game and wants to give the original creator money, uh, I know that Ryoko Kodama, who still works at Sega, uh, you can uh, you can buy Sega Ages Fantasy Star Collection on the Japanese PSN for just like nine hundred yen, and you can have all the Fantasy Star games in seven twenty p upscale with like speed settings to make the game faster without speeding up the music really fantastic so i would recommend doing that and if you don't have that option i think it's the same as the uh the saturn version you can uh, you can Star. set up uh yeah but but you, if you buy the saturn version on ebay you're not you're not getting money to the original creator again if you don't have that option you do have the thinking. option. Google <laughs> set up Japanese PSN accounts. Okay, well, if, if I don't have if I, if I don't have a PlayStation console, how do I have that option? You cry. You yeah. you put your face in the rug and you cry. It's what you You're do. You're a person who has a Saturn and not a PlayStation Three. <laughs> so where does it go on our? Where does it go not, on our it's list? Not, it's not in the Saturn version, is it? Not is it in the version? Yes, it is. It absolutely is. It's not in the, the Game Boy Advance version. Uh, what is our top? What is our list right now? Our list right now is uh, top to bottom: Landstalker, Gunstar Heroes, Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, Monster World Four, Alien Soldier, Game Ground. I'd say above Monster World Four. Yeah, I would put it above Monster World Four as well. Is okay. what I would do. Is where I would put it. Let's group the uh, fours together. I would put it in there. Okay. okay. If you want to okay. talk about that, our if next wanna... game. Our next game is Pirates Gold. Just Pirates Gold. Oh, yeah. I didn't play that. Uh, I didn't gold. play that either. Yeah. What? Did anyone here play that? What? Is- Sid Meier's Pirates Gold. Yeah. What? Huh. Yeah. Uh, I think I mean, we're gonna have to veto it because none of us played it. Because I mean, it's technically on the Genesis. I guess it's on the Genesis. I'm surprised so many people 
It did, yeah, like, I, this was on everything. Oh, I rented this game from the supermarket once. Uh, it's it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I think I don't, we're vetoing think, it. Let's give that one a skip. A, a skipperoo. <laughs> now, I mean, let, let's let's pause for a second to uh, at least say that that uh, pirates as a game is a pretty good game. It is a pretty uh, good game. Yeah, the but Sid I, Meier I would, guy knows how to make stuff. Yeah, or, he's, uh, yeah, he's a real good sort of math person. So we are we are not dissing uh, pirates as a game, but as a Genesis game, I don't think it works for our okay. standards. Not Genesis-y enough. Ranger X. Ranger. 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 Oh my God! Uh, I want to put it at number uh, negative two billion. <laughs> okay. So no, wait, no, no, no. It's it is not okay. Let's be realistic, Brandon. We like this game a lot, right? Yep. That's number one. Fact number one. We like this that's, game a that's, lot. That's one thing that's true. Fact number two, I don't think it's better than Gunstar Heroes. I, I don't think it's better. It's really hard for me to say. I don't think it's better than Gunstar Heroes either, but if if this were my list, I would have Gunstar at number one, Landstalker at two, and this is three. Yeah. So you can both agree that it's number three. I would say it is three... So it far. is yeah. probably three. It's, it's really it, good, though. On my in, on my soul list, it's close to number one. But there my is, my brain also knows that it's not number one. Yeah, there is there is no. Again, this is a case of no game since has tried half of this stuff. Uh, people have tried it in a ridiculous fashion with games such as Steel Battalion, where lol, the controller is as big as a tabletop and has eighty five billion buttons. But Ranger X is like. Yeah, we're going to make a game that uses all six buttons on this controller in a a weird way that forces your brain to kind of funnel itself into your fingers, like yeah. kind of manually. You can feel your brain funneling into your fingers manually with it, and uh, it's like God damn it's it. just it's just a weird game, you know. It's 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 sort of a pre-quop, is what I would say, but yeah. it's also it's, a little bit more accessible. Yes, uh, it can start to really. Like the the things you have to do in that game can start to really, actually, kind of grate uh, on you. Get get in, but they can also get in there th- so that you can mm-hmm. sort of feel like you know what's going on. For people that haven't played it, you've got you've got a uh, you've got a mech guy, that's Rangers, and he. Uh, <laughs> you've got a motorcycle dog robot thing. And you've got a motorcycle dog robot that that follows around after you, and you use you use X and Z to move that guy independently and you use A and B to shoot in different directions with your main guy and with your with your little dog motorcycle robot and you fly around in, in various directions using the D-pad. So you're always strafing essentially and you're shooting one way or the other with, with A or C but uh, you yeah. move that other guy independently with um, X and Z, and you can also l- ride on top of the guy. You can go inside of the guy to switch your weapons. And when you're inside the guy, then you have two streams of bullets. It's a really cool <laughs> thing, and you can you jump. Can, you can make him jump when you're in there. You can feel your brain hemispheres just kind of coming apart and like rotating 360 degrees each, and then going back together. Like as yeah. you play the game, it's uh, it's really. Okay, the first time you play it, you don't really know what you're doing. You don't know that you are doing anything. Uh, you don't. You start dying, and you don't understand it. Eventually, you start to understand it. Many hours, or possibly months, or weeks, or years later, you 
you actually get it, but it's still, it's just, it's a weird, loose game that is also really tight, but only if you're thinking about it correctly. It has yeah, neat well. polygons in it. It's got polygons in yeah, there. It's got some some wireframe stuff. It's got it's got yeah. cool effects that are just splintering triangles and stuff. It's has a fantastic it, color palette. Uh, yeah, it's, the, the it's use a, of color is unparalleled. It's a super good game, and um, you know, I part. as a, as a testament to how much I like it. Every time I see the game, I either buy it, even if I, even though I already have I have three copies right now in my house. I either I buy want it. One. Or I te- I'll, I'll give you one. I either buy it or I tell somebody that I know that's nearby, hey, go buy this game because it's $5 right now. I think a testament to how good this game is as well is that in spite of not being super popular, um, it has never gone up in price. So only the true connoisseurs are the people buying it and nobody's really getting rid of it. Uh, I don't know. It's... Uh, it's a good old game. It is definitely so, a right fine on. dining experience. You're going to have to read uh, this, this 7 out of 10 review. Oh, I, I remember this Ranger one. X from, uh, from Sushi X, yes. who you would think would like Ranger X. Yeah. Sushi Don't X ex- wasn't actually a person, though. But yeah, no, keep, no, Sushi X is a persona. He had many different <laughs> yeah. uh, people writing for him. This must Don't, have been one of the off-writers, but yeah. Don't expect a robot game in the order of Cybernator. This robot... <laughs> This robot needs a tune-up bad. What? It seems to fly all over the place and takes too much time to get used to. It seems the whole gameplay is spent trying to hover and get control of your robot. The graphics are good, and so are the sounds, but the play That's lacks correct. any real excitement and response. That guy's a ranger, I tell you what. The, Some the play has a lot of excitement. That was back in the... I wasn't done, gentlemen. Oh, let him let him finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some may get into it, but it's frustrating to control the guy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's, it's uh, when sometimes when people say frustrating. The guy. Sometimes when people say frustrating, they don't realize that they yeah. they mean it's rewarding to do it correctly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Ranger X is like it's like figure skating. Uh, with a bazooka is basically what it feels like. It feels like you're figure skating and also shooting dudes. I'm one of those guys that has a hard time getting used to new and difficult control schemes, as I've mentioned, like, you know, the the gymnastics you have to do in order to get good at um, Alien Soldier. But with this game, it really, really worked for me, and once I figured out how to do it, I remember I didn't like it as a kid because I was like, what? How do you even do any of this? This doesn't make any sense. And then I played it again as an adult, yeah. like probably like five years ago, and I was like, holy crap, this is the best game that I currently own on my Genesis, which was true at the time. Well, no, I, I still had Gunstar. But, I, um, uh, I rented to... it from the supermarket, and uh, I, uh, I think it took me about six or seven minutes, but after the first 20 seconds, I was like, yeah, this is hot. Okay. And I was like 15 years old, so I guess. And, I that, and then you weren't frustrated controlling the guy. I was not yeah. frustrated controlling the guy. I had actually read the EGM review, mm-hmm. and uh, at this point in my life, age 14, 15, I was, uh, I was, I was at a point where I'm like, you know, when when Sushi X says it's frustrating, uh, maybe it's <laughs> maybe I'm maybe it's cool for me, <laughs> you know. I mean, so it sold you. Yeah, it, it sort of sold me, and uh, I, I didn't end up owning the game until many years yeah. later, but 
uh, I rented it frequently and uh, never beat it until I bought it for the Mega Drive in Japan. Oh, right. Where, Dangerous. where in Japan it costs sixty to seventy dollars, which means they get it. Whereas yeah. in America, it's what like eight bucks. Yeah, yeah. Between but, five, I, I bought this this complete box for fifteen. I want like, a complete box one. Ranger X. I'm gonna find okay. one somehow. Our next game is Rocket Knight Adventures. Rocket Knight Adventures is uh, a fantastic adventure for a Rocket Knight to have. <laughs> um, together with Contra, uh, Contra Hardcore and Castlevania Bloodlines, it's it's definitely. I mean, that's Konami on the Genesis. You know, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Uh, but those, I feel like it's the by it's, far the lesser of the three, and it it never mm-hmm. really grabbed me myself. Un- unfortunately, yeah, it is it is the minor game, and I, I like uh, I like how visually dense it is, and uh, it was like back then playing that was like they're doing real good with uh, making something that looks like a like an interactive cartoon, you know, like they actually did a real good job with that and they it had so much personality and character and unlike bloodlines and or a city bus just drove by my house but my house is not on a major street that was really 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 strange so yeah there was there, that's bizarre and now it's stopped in front of my house anyway you should get on see where it leads <laughs> yeah i should, I should just go get on your own rocket night probably the god darn ghost bus but yeah contra hardcore is really weird and Castlevania Bloodlines is pretty weird because it's it's disjointed. You know, you're at the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and now you're at Big Ben, right? But Rocket Knight Adventures was them telling like a really cohesive story where each part leads into another part, and it it was a kind of a more of a Super Mario slash Sonic the Hedgehog sort of thing. And they, it was yeah, it's too normal for me. I I didn't really. It didn't jive with me, and also I, I mean, it did have some weirdness like to the, to the rocketing around and how you could boost and things, and they they were almost trying to make a Sonic game there, mm-hmm. with that, but it just it didn't do it for me. It's possible I need to go and give it a few more looks, but I I played it and it never, it never it didn't, it, it didn't gel for you. It, yeah, it didn't capture me either. Um, I do have to say like one one positive aspect of Rocket Knight Adventure is that he's a furry animal mascot from the 90s on a 16-bit console that I don't really hate. And he's wearing... He's fully clothed. Yeah, he's kind of yeah. cool. Fully yeah, he's clothed. a knight. He's a knight. Yeah. Except yeah, for his I mean, tail. Yeah, his well, I mean, breathe. you're not going to fit that tail inside of a... He needs to breathe. Yeah, you gotta, you got to let that thing breathe. So, I, I really am just a huge fan of how together the game is. How very, very few games of that era were even half as together as that game was. So I, I'd give it an actionbutton.net four stars, but uh, that's my opinion. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know I don't if I would I'd... put it at the top of uh, uh, this list. Uh, or... I'd, pull it, I'd put it below Monster World 4, personally. I was going to say below yeah. Monster World 4. Is there anything below that currently? Uh, below Monster World 4 is Alien Soldier and Game Ground. Yeah, I would. I would put it. Unfortunately, I guess I'll. I'm gonna say I'd put it above Monster World Four, but I will agree to put it below Monster World Four for the sake of uh, going with the majority. Yeah, Monster I, World Four. Just I don't know. It just it it felt more. 
I, there's I definitely to, more. It, it, there, it, there was it's, more to it. It was. It felt more interesting. Is in, in addition to being more interesting, like like Rocket Knight just kind of felt like you know, a, a, it felt like it was designed in a freeware program or something to me. Like it just felt, you know, standard. The, it just felt. Kind what of I like so much about it is the uh, the virtuosic Konami explosions, and sure. uh, the the virtuosic Konami frictions. You know, like I mean, it's yeah, got like any Konami game from that era is still a Konami game, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. but there, it's it's pretty fantastic for a. Uh, I mean, and it was designed by Nobuo Nakazato, designer of Contra, and most importantly, Neo Contra. Uh, you know, whatever. You know, so, so there you, you go. You said there these are right. alphabetical order, but we haven't talked about Altered Beast yet. So, uh, Altered of... Beast. <laughs> <laughs> nice joke, Frank. That was. I'm, real I'm good. surprised we didn't talk about no Batman and Robin. Really. I'm oh, that's a, that's a really good one. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a fun time, but not anyway. today. Yeah. Our next game is Shining Force Two. Shining Force Two is, uh, I'd say, number one. No, number two under Landstalker for me. Uh, Shining Force Two is one of the most. Uh, the most hideously perfect video games ever made, and I don't know if everybody out there has learned this yet, but it is an RPG, right? A mm-hmm. role-playing game with a story that mm-hmm. has a whole bunch of layers, politics and intrigue and characters and romance, and uh, it has a whole bunch of hidden stuff, including hidden characters. It has moments of, like, real... Like fear and anger, where you you're gonna lose a character, the character's gonna die. It has this fire emblem level of level design quality, but simultaneously, it also is it's a role playing game that's also a strategy game. It's neither element is compromised at all in the game. It's just a it is a, a fantastically uh, incredibly well put together game. It has awesome music. It's uh, full of characters with great character designs. It is uh, one of the best video games ever made, easily. So I acknowledge all this, but somewhat from afar, having really only played Shining Force 2, sort of Haja, on the Game Gear, which is a different game. Um, oh, man, you got to chill with Shining Force 2 on the Genesis. I will, but I, I know that it is very good, and I would also put it up very high, but having not played through it, it's I can't put it that as high. As yeah, I won't cry if we put it under Gunstar Heroes. Uh, I think but, we might have to just because uh, more of us have played Gunstar Heroes, unfortunately. That's, that's too bad. Uh, yeah, you guys should try Shining Force 2 and then oh, I will. do this podcast again. Right, so, so, below Gunstar Heroes, but above Rain Jerks. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's it's just so good. Like, uh, and I mean, it, it's cool that, that we we do talk about Shining Force three sometimes over here because it was on Saturn and all that. Yeah. But uh, Shining Force two is is a lot better than Shining Force three. No offense to Shining Force three, which I think is a really great game too. But Shining Force two is just so awesome. It's just like really totally awesome. And it's like I hear people talking about like this new Fire Emblem game, or you know, I. You know, I looked at that game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play that new Fire Emblem game. I'm gonna get one of those 3DSs, I guess. People talk about like this new XCOM game. You know, I played that game. It's like, I don't know. Shining Force was just so smart, and uh, 
man, you know, there's nothing like it. Level design, RPG, strategy, characters, story. It just, it had a huge, it had a whole bunch of grapes of balls, you know. That's that's the end. That's mm-hmm. all I can say. That's all I got. EGM didn't like it that okay. much. I just found the review. Oh, really? Uh, it's it's one of those review crew reviews where only one person reviewed it, so I can read the entire review. Let's hear it. Okay. And you got a minute. It's, and, and it's one of those reviews where obviously they didn't actually play it. Oh, of course. <laughs> a worthy follow-up to the first RPG with bigger areas to explore and characters to meet. It also has characters to meet. That's really cool. Bigger, <laughs> bigger characters to yeah. meet. Bigger characters, uh, I like those. This will d- definitely appeal to fans of the first one and to RPG fans in general. <laughs> it, ass- it assumes you've played the first Shining Force, but the story, no, could, it use doesn't. A few, the, but the story could use a f- few more twists and turns, Tim. It's not layered, apparently. Yeah, apparently uh, <laughs> if it doesn't have some big, stupid, cliched secret, it's not... It's not layered enough for you. Hang on. The music is very good. That's not true. The music's fantastic. (laughs) As is is the easy-to-follow control configuration. Yeah, you press up to move up, I guess. That's that's pretty good. That is pretty easy to follow, I reckon. Uh, So we're putting this under Gunstar Heroes? Yeah, Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, uh, hopefully it will will be in the top five. With what? apologies to the game, because I might actually like it better. I just don't know. You, okay. got, you, you should give it a shot. You like adventure games, right? I do. It has a huge adventure game vibe to it. Like, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'm like, certain, 100% certain I will like it, and that's why it can be so far up the list yeah. without me playing I mean, there's in, in the characters, like, you're meeting characters, and you're, like, choosing who's in your party, and people can die, and there's, like, worthless characters who become awesome if you can get them to level 10, like, things like that. Like, there's, there's this really, uh, there's, like, a limited number of battles. You can only fight them once each, so you, you can end up getting to the end of the game, and then it being impossible to win the final battle, which is something I love. Uh, you know, like, l- dying at the final battle and it can be an experience in the game. I think it has this, this adventure game feeling that I think Frank would like. Oh, so, I I will. anyway, I, I think we're probably almost at the, uh, the, uh, the, the big one, right? The, uh, um, the next one is Shining in the Darkness. Oh! Shining uh, in the Darkness is the predecessor to the Shining Force games. Yeah, and I'm going to give... It, it is an adventure game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that one a veto, personally, because I just don't like the first-person thing. Yeah, it's... I just I just don't... I didn't like that game. I did... Uh, like, I played that one, unfortunately, instead of um, The Shining Forces, because it was always cheaper, because people didn't like it as much, which I kind of agree with. And it's, uh, it's also older... Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it, 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 I find it disorienting. Okay, I find um, I find it old. That's you know? one veto. Uh, I, uh, a second. Is Frank vetoing it? I, I don't have to veto it. I just I, I have no love of it. So I, uh, many of my favorite games are not on this list. Uh, I, I'm just going to say that uh, alphabetical. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to have uh, our own. Uh, yeah, uh, what do you call it? Force yeah. lightning round at the end that Jaffe right. will have no choice but to listen to us. Okay. Um, so, so, um, I personally, as somebody who has played every Shining Force game and Landstalker, 
Uh, I like... I've even played Shining Force Neo, by the way, uh, which isn't really that good. But uh, I, I think Shining in the Darkness is actually a really good game. And again, maybe that's because it's uh, it's written by the same dudes who wrote Landstalker, you know. And uh, I like Landstalker a lot. It's got that they same had, visual style. Same same character designer, same music, mm-hmm. same music composer. It it definitely is uh, an essential piece of the Landstalker Shining Force uh, like trilogy, the the holy trinity of awesome video games. Uh, I really like it a lot, but if you guys don't. Care. Every every time I start it up, I'm like, man. Like I, I look at I look at the the art on the cartridge. I look at the box, and I'm like, I'm gonna have myself an enjoy this time. This time I'm mm-hmm. gonna get through the thing. And then I put it in there, and I'm like, I don't want to do this. Just as soon as I start looking at the game being a game, can we just what? Can we just put it at number twenty then? Yeah, I mean, we have we have to stop vetoing after a while. No, we <laughs> don't. No, we don't. We have so many games. We, we've got sixty nine. Yeah, but I like this game a lot, and I don't. I don't think we should veto right, it. Fine. We can, fine. We can push yeah. it. We can push it off the list. Maybe I don't know. Okay, fine. Number twenty. I'm cool with put it. it. Put on, it. I, I do want to say that uh, I just found the uh, Mega Drive box art, and it's really cool, and I like it a lot. It sure is. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Brandon, try playing it in Japanese. Maybe. You'll have fun at the glorious Nihongo. Glorious <laughs> Nihongo language of superiority. Yeah, superiority. Man, this box art is so nice. Okay, so I know it's awesome. Wow. Okay. It's awesome. Anyway. Yeah. Shining next. Darkness number twenty. Well, I think I know we what's go. next. I think we're we know at the what's big next. One. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, the, fir- the, the yes, first one. Sonic the Hedgehog. The first That's not in there. Okay, let's let's let's. I want to say let's not joke here. Uh, they're all on this list, aren't they? Yes, they're so, all okay, on this so list. Okay, so we've had nominations for Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, and Sonic and Knuckles, right? Did uh, we yes, combine but, three and Knuckles? Yes, we did. Okay. We combined three and Knuckles into one game. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we so, want to adopt a there can be only one stance here, but yeah, I would I have know. no problem with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 being the best one and being put at number one on our list. Yeah, I think I think two and three have to be on the top twenty list. I, I'm fine with and two. three. Yeah, man, but Sonic One is so good. Too. Yeah, Sonic it's, One's it's, a great game. It's a it's a hard thing because like I don't we've got we've only got ten. I don't want to put three Sonic games on it. You know, we've got twenty. I mean, twenty. We've only got twenty. Yeah. Uh, Sonic One is it, it suffers from uh, Bomberman syndrome. I feel yeah. Like. yeah. Also, there's... it ain't got no spin dash. Yeah. Not so, that the spin dash is totally essential. No, it doesn't have that adorable that. Tails guy that everyone loves. <laughs> it's I, true. Fewer friends s- kind of puts it up there on the list for me. <laughs> <laughs> Tails being the first friend was uh, very tolerable as a friend. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the the colors were better in Sonic 2. It was the blue was bluer. Yeah. Did you guys yep. notice that? Yeah. Um, uh, Sonic 2 is just definitely. Uh, the spirit of Sega Genesis, yeah. uh, of 16-bit games in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have a Nintendo level of polish. It has a Sonic the Hedgehog 2 level of polish. That's right. Yep. Um, uh, it, every world in it is just really unique and neat-looking. The music is amazing. People mm-hmm. always talk about Sonic CD's music or whatever. Those they're people wrong. are they're jerking yeah. off. They're jerking your dog off and telling you they're a veterinarian. You know, those <laughs> people are not... They don't know what's up. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Sonic the Hedgehog 1, Masato Nakamura, 
that was the real video game music. Yeah, those are some tracks right there. That was the real Sonic the Hedgehog music. Um, Sonic 2, I, I would say, we can just say Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, and 3 is one game, but, but emphasize Sonic 2. Well, that, if no. we do that, then it just has, then it'll just be number one and that's it, which is probably fine, I guess. Okay, so let's put Sonic Trilogy as number one. But oh, I, no. I, I don't know. I want to it put Sonic 2 weird. as number one, and then we can put Sonic 3 somewhere else. Sonic 3 okay. is like, you know, in, in the teens, I think. Yeah. I wouldn't put it down that far. I mean, Sonic, yeah. like, Sonic I'm, I'm trying to be fair because I'm uh, the only one in this room who actually prefers 3, I think. Mm, I don't prefer 3, I, but I, prefer I really like 3. I really like 3, too. It's I, uh, got great graphics. Uh, like I'm going to actually say that I, I prefer and Knuckles to 3. I think... Uh, oh, Sonic no, no, no. I prefer Sonic and Knuckles by itself. Ah. I prefer to Sonic 3. To be I honest, uh, I, I have I, something to admit, which is that I've never played as Knuckles for more than maybe ten minutes. Knuckles is kind of stupid. I like playing as Sonic in Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, you play, me too. You, you play you play as Knuckles uh, as like an additional sort of harder mode with a few bonus paths that you, you couldn't go through. Yeah, before. I mean yeah, it's, I it's really fun. Like it's that. neat that he's there. I like that I can yeah. plug my Sonic Two cartridge into Sonic and Knuckles and have Knuckles appear in Sonic 2. That blows my mind, but it's amazing yeah. that that's a thing. I think I know um, how they did it, but uh, it's not... <laughs> well, but it's, it's, it's crazy that, that they... Yeah, yeah, it blew, it blew everybody's foresight. mind back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so, Sonic... Okay, I guess to me the difference between Sonic 3 and Sonic 2 is uh, Sonic 3 has really good level design, but it's yeah. it's... It's, it has, like, amazing, almost impeccable level design. The Japanese box art is also amazing. Glorious Nippon. Yes. Uh, uh, Sonic 3 has just this amazing level design, and it feels really good. The feel is really good. But to me, it's almost too uh, disciplined, you know? Well, I think the other, the other I like, problem I have with it is the, the special stages in 3 are just not that fun for me, and no, I actually enjoy the ones in 2. Yeah. What? What? I, what? Okay. So three has a lot of little touches that make me like it. Um, like yeah. the level transitions. To me, it, it 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 did so much for Sonic for some reason. For me personally, like it, it just made the world feel more alive. We're we're ignoring that time because we're talking about three games. Right. <laughs> yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, like like that to me just made it a more coherent world, which again is like what I guess I look for in games is like a world that I. Uh, oh, Brandon, say something so that the uh, camera catches. This, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm just talking. The most I, famous I'm showing, I'm showing a part of the box that shows that uh, in Sonic Three that he is the most famous hedgehog in the world. <laughs> yes, it's very true. Um, so the level transitions. Uh, I th- I think the level complete tune is one of my favorite Sonic songs. Weirdly, it's Sonic Three. One thing I don't like about Sonic Three is I don't like what they did with the the Sonic theme song. Like, what the heck is that title screen music? It's like this three second loop. I hate. Oh yeah, I mean they. I think they just like, you know, they're paying Michael Jackson's people instead of Dreams Come True, right? Yeah, yeah. Sonic Three was just. It had a whole bunch of really awesome stuff and then a whole bunch of like stuff that was just kind of like sort of half baked whereas yeah. Sonic 2 was maybe a little bit 
overcooked, but just full of stuff. I mean, Sonic. I don't. I don't know. I like the cartoonish perfection, just like how how the atmosphere of two. I, I mean, two and, two and three are they're like Mega Man two and three, where which is like two is like the breakout album for the rock band, you know, where where they really figured themselves out and put out something amazing, and then three is like probably as good, but they already yeah. did all that stuff, you know. So here's here's my problem with. Three, uh, and it's not a big problem, but I was just noticing this the other day when I was playing it again. It's that so Sonic Three does have all those neat um, transitions and stuff, but what it doesn't have is music that reflects the changed mood, because mm-hmm. you've you've got Sonic going through Angel Island Zone One, and then it's all on fire, and the music is still super happy. He's like burned all like everything, all mm-hmm. the. All the little animals in the forest are on fire, and the music is still bubbling along. Now, that, now what about that hang on. several times in the game? But but on the, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have uh, that lava level where you get to Act Two, the lights go out, and you get that sort of dreamy hidden palace music. Like they 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 do that also. Yeah. Mean, it's granted, that's not it's it's, yeah. it's it just, just yeah. there's a roughness to that 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 feels unbecoming of a Sonic the Hedgehog two. Uh, successor. Oh, and I do like speaking of the music. Another little touch, I guess, is that I really like that uh, Act One and Act Two of every, of every stage is the same song, but played like slightly differently, or you know, they change the tempo or something. Yeah, an arrangement. Like, oh, yeah. I really yeah, like that. That's pretty neat. It is nice. It's it. You know, Sonic Three is a is a good game. It's an interesting game. But when it's I play fantastic action game, yeah. When I put Sonic Two in, I'm just like, oh man, heck yeah! I'm gonna go as far as I can in this game right now. I mean, maybe the level designs aren't as uh, as clockworky as Sonic Three, which I you really have to admire Sonic Three's. Uh, like, if you just look at the maps of the levels, like if you look at a good map of it, it's like, man, it's there's like a whole lot of thought and care yeah. that went into it. But Sonic 2 is just more playgroundy, you know? Yeah. And yeah, to I me agree. that that makes it better. It's uh, it's crazy looking at screenshots of the three games side by side like I'm doing right now with these I'm I'm holding the, the three boxes right now and looking at them. Yeah. And Sonic 1 is very cartoon Sonic 2 Sonic 2 is just like a Genesis game. It looks like nothing but a Genesis game. And Sonic 3 is, like, some kind of crazy, weird... Like, they... It's like everything's broken up into tiny parts. It's it's like they, they just used everything that they well, could to I make think this that's look. Just, I think that's... Seriously, I think that's just bigger ROM size. Right? It's, like they yeah, just it's, it's a progression of, of, of graphics, and it's, but it's really impressive to look at the... Because they all look great. But they yeah. all look great mm-hmm. for slightly different reasons, and I think that's really fantastic to have a consistent series that you definitely you look at a screenshot of any of those three and you're like, oh yeah, that's Sonic for sure. Um, yeah, but just just the, the backgrounds you can tell. But they all have such a, they've got the these subtle variants to them that make them their own thing just visually, and I think that's fantastic. And I, I'm gonna say that I I don't like the way Sonic looks in Sonic 3 as much as I like the way he they looks. They made him in a Sonic little meaner. They they tried to give him more edge there. He's like a, know, he's a darker I have blue. To admit, and... Yeah, I have to admit at the time, uh, it 
I actually thought he looked cooler. Like, like I think they just hit me at the exact right age with the exact right marketing. With the yeah, movie. extreme. Yeah. N- Nintendo was doing play it loud at that point, so it's like, sure oh man, were. we've got to play it louder. So yeah, yeah you, you, got, was... you got a lady in a green mohawk holding a green Game Boy Pocket. Well, check this out. But like, so what? What I like about Sonic One and Two is there's that classic cartoon feel that Felix the Cat. That yeah. that Betty Boop kind of feel about mm-hmm. just the the look, you know, those cartoons where the flowers are dancing to the music. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that feeling to it, and I, Sonic Three just feels colder. It does. It it, it feels. I mean, it was. It's weird to think about this now, but that was like the blockbuster game that year, yep. right? It was. It was mm-hmm. like the equivalent of of, of Call of Duty or something. Got nine ten like, nine ten from EGM. Uh, yeah, I mean, it like it, that was the big budget. You know, like no matter what, it's going to be good kind of game, and and you know, in retrospect, you can kind of see that it, like, they they lost some of that, that like charm, I guess, of the first two. Yeah, they didn't just... have to do as much to they didn't have to impress yeah. anybody because it was like, yeah, yeah we're we're doing it. So yeah, Sonic, Sonic and Knuckles, which which came out a year later, uh, <laughs> so to me, Sonic Three was a little bit too cold, right? And then Sonic and Knuckles just pushed it a little further. Right. Yeah. And then it was totally fine with me. I'm like, okay, I can accept what has happened here, and I can ultimately just give myself over completely to Sonic and Knuckles and say Sonic and Knuckles is okay. It's a it's a different kind of hardcore Sonic game. Also got nine ten nine ten from EGM. Uh, I gotta say, I I I liked the storytelling in Sonic Three and Knuckles. Just you know, the the subtle, relatively subtle, I guess. You know, like when you first encounter Knuckles and you fight him in that one level, and then yeah. uh, Robotnik betrays him and stuff. It's like done in a pretty simplistic way, but it's really effective. It's like oh, I get what's happening, and now uh, now we're friends, and I understand why. Yeah, right. That's, uh, I guess that's cool. So where is Sonic Three on our list? Man. Well, if at all, so, so I mean, it has could, to be we, above Monster World Four. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, is it um, above Fantasy Star Four? Yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Is yeah. it above Contra Hardcore? Yes, I think so. Is it yeah, above sure. Castlevania Bloodlines? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is it but above? It's... Is it above Rain Jerks? Mm. It is for me, absolutely. Oh, I, got no. I don't know oh, now. No. Now I'm having a problem. Yeah, this is definitely a problem. So we got a definite and two maybes, is that... If we put and Knuckles in there with Sonic yes. 3... Which, yes. which yeah, we, we are. are. That is the assumption, yes. yes. Sonic 3 yes. and Knuckles. Yeah. Man, I love Rain Jerks. Yeah, me too. I would go ahead and put it above Rain Jerks. Is I guess it better so. than Shining Force 2? No! <laughs> <laughs> Okay. For the sake for the sake of diversity, I will I'll, I'll give you that. I it, it, is sure. better, it is it is every it is definitely not better than Shining Force Two, but Sonic the Hedgehog Two is better than Shining Force Two. Okay. Sonic, Sonic Two number is, one. I would say number one so far. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Our, our it, next, it's, is, it, it's, it's a little it's a little hard for me to have uh, Rangers out of the top five. It's man. I'll, I'll, deal with, I'll deal with. I'll deal with it. Can, we can come it. back to. We can. We can have one final showdown at the end. Yeah. yeah. Yes, we can. We'll uh, consult the finalists at the very end. 
Uh, so our next Wait, game... and just to be clear, we, we left Sonic 1 off, right? Yes, you yeah. left Sonic 1 off to because, to be because, nice Sonic, because it's, to the list. its beauty has been evenly inherited by Sonic yes. 2 and 3. Yep, okay. I agree. So. Okay. NHL 94. Oh, man! I like uh, this game so much, but I can't call it. Uh, I like 93 better. Let's just say 93. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't but, put it in my top 20. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I think that uh, you can play any newer sports game and still get it. It was but, it was a heck of a goddamn thing. NHL '93. We uh, have we I, have we have to give some credit to it being a game that like ESPN still talks about. Yeah. To this day, that's really it, kind of strange. It it was really fantastic. Uh, but I just think, you know, the sport of hockey is kind of dumb. No offense right. to the Canadian people in the audience. Uh, you're wearing skates and you're on ice and the ball is like that big. I mean, come on. Like, right. I mean, it, there's too much paraphernalia in the sport of hockey. And a video game based on it is just a little too weird. I think once video ball comes out, <laughs> video ball is everything that the NHL games ever were. But much, much more accessible to everybody in the world. So I think that video ball will irrelevantize NHL hockey, oh the, the Genesis NHL hockey. No offense to that game. Okay. It was definitely my favorite sports game of all time, so uh, NHL P- NHL PA 93. Are we vetoing 94 then? Well, I don't. I I can't speak to it. I don't know. If, if we I can say it's ninety-three, I don't need it on there. Yeah, I don't. I don't need it on there either. If we can say it's uh, ninety-three, I'd put it at twenty. I I don't. Um, I just don't need we, to have it. I I have a problem saying it's ninety-three when it's not ninety-three. That's uh. That's then that's I would just, veto it. Feels it. dishonest. Ninety-four is not as good as ninety-three. Okay. 94 got uh it got stiffer and it didn't feel right. Maybe it felt more like okay. hockey, but 93 felt better and in 93 the ice was blue, in 94 the ice was white. And uh it's really okay. painful to look at a white light shining out of a CRT TV. Uh whereas right. 93 they designed for player friendliness whereas 94 it was uh they owed more allegiance they felt to uh, the authenticity, and to me, I say that sucks. And okay, ninety three is better. Next is Road Rash two. Yes. Oh, so we we got to we we got some of the ones recycled back in. Yeah. Yeah, we're looping back yeah, around. Every time Good. you get one that's not in alphabetical order, that's one that was looped back in. <clears throat> okay. Well, Road Rash two is uh, a game that I'm very glad came back around because I would like to put it higher on the list because. I like that it game a lot. Probably my favorite American game of the nineties. Uh, it's, it's a good game. Wow. It's a good weird game. It's a really good game. It's it's got it just ha- it has a great look. It had that that amazing kind of sense. You even if you play it now, it still gives you the sense of going up and down hills and really like like. It doesn't quite make your stomach drop or anything, but it really you you feel a little bit of exhilaration even still. And the music was great, and uh, and it felt it just felt good. Everything about it felt good. The menus slowed down while they played the music because they had to load all the data and stuff. But also just the way they the technology behind it was really impressive with the 
the road tech and how, you know, whereas uh, <clears throat> games like OutRun were just, um, like, showing you n closer up versions of, of certain sprites, they were actually scaling it in an intelligent way. And, yeah, the, the road tech, working on a game like this right now, I can tell you that their road tech was really fantastic. Yeah, they uh, there like was a whole game. lot of technology in it. Uh, it's definitely the uh, the American 1990s. Uh, it's uh, it's it's really sad that you say it's your favorite American game of the 90s because I mean, come on, Doom. I mean, come on, Doom <laughs> Two. Those true, games Doom is really good. good. As well. But in but, terms uh, of my personal favorite, I mean, you know, if I were going to do a Rover. top ten list of American games of the 90s, I would put it at the top. <laughs> and there, it's, but there uh, would be ten. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a fun list to do. Uh, later, yeah. but uh, uh, I think it's real good, and I like it. And it's it's definitely a Genesis game, and it's definitely oh, yeah. the '90s, and it's definitely Sega, and it's definitely pre EA Sports EA. Yeah, I mean EA Sports mm -hmm. existed at the time, but it's definitely like the kind of weird stuff EA was doing. Games like Rings of Power, that was Naughty yeah. Dog's first game. Like uh, they were they were putting out a lot of just. Really wildly different games. It's rock and roll. It's edginess. It's motorcycles. It's blood and guts. It's uh, it's it's pretty nineties. Beating and up cops. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's pretty fantastic and excellent. And yeah. it's yeah, cop bashing. I love beating up cops. Yeah. So where do we want to put it? <sighs> can can we run through our list again? So okay, bottom to top. Shining in dark. Shining in the darkness. Gain ground. Alien soldier. Rocket Knight Adventures. Monster World 4, Fantasy Star 4, Contra Hardcore, Castlevania Bloodlines, Rangers, Sonic 3 Knuckles, The Shining Force 2, Gunstar Heroes, Landstalker, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I'd say to put it above Monster World 4. That's and exactly below, what I was going to say. And below Fantasy Star 4. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was okay. going to say. Because yeah. you can't beat Fantasy Star 4 <laughs> being a giant, labyrinthine, lovingly crafted, that huge so big. video game full of stuff. Uh, how how many do we have on the list right now? We currently have one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, 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 uh, blah. I'm bad at counting. That's how much yeah. we have. Uh, we we have uh, five. We have uh, sixteen on the list. Oh, okay. excellent. Let's let's do four more. Let's get it. Let's let's get it hard. Let's go. Okay. Oh, we have fifteen on the list, rather. Uh, Streets of bone. Streets of Rage Two. Ah, uh, yeah. I want three. I want three Hang as well. On. <clears throat> um, uh, two has better music. No. I disagree with you. No, no you do. <laughs> no. Three no. okay. has music. some of the best video game music uh, ever made is in Streets of Rage 3. That's right. Um, yeah, Streets of Rage 3 did not even receive one nomination. That's horrifying. Wow. Wow. Who are these people? To die. <laughs> Everyone listening deserves to die. We're going to do this podcast again one year from now. Try harder. And uh, everyone listening, Streets of Rage 3 is a better game. Better game. It's, it's faster. Yes. It's harder. Mm -hmm. It's tighter. It's got, it's got everybody can sprint, not just only one character can sprint in Streets of Rage 2. You know why you like Streets of Rage 2? Because the music in the first stage is awesome. Mm -hmm. And it blew your mind the first time you played it. Streets of Rage 3 is this psychedelically brilliant uh, America of the 1990s filtered through Japan of the 1990s. It's uh, so much... Filtered back to America. And, and uh, on top of that, it's, it's more mechanically interesting. Way and it more. Has, 
It has more characters and the music, if you listen to it outside of the game, because I realize when you listen to it in the game, some sound channels do get cut off because you're, you're, you're punching dudes. But if you listen to it outside the context of the game, you realize that, that this music by Motohiro Kawashima basically predicted the future of electronic of all, music. Yeah, popular electronic music. It's like, it's like proto-post-dubstep, the music, which <laughs> sounds, sounds like a really pretentious description, but it really is. It's like the music in Streets of Rage 3 sounds like what the kids who like dubstep right now are going to be listening to in about three years. Like, yeah. no kidding. Like, uh, but yeah, it, speaking of it being more mechanically interesting, every time I hear some idiot on the internet going, when is somebody going to bring back the brawler? You know, it's like when they hear the brawler, they're thinking of like Final Fight One, which yeah. blows, right? And it's like these are people who might have played Streets of Rage Two and might be like, "Yeah, Streets of Rage Two is awesome, bro." But Streets of Rage Three, like Streets of Rage Three, was like, "Yeah, this is what you can do with the brawler. You can make it really hard. You can make it super hardcore. It feels almost like playing a shooter at times because your actual movement and placement of your character is important. You can do these rolls and these sprints and these back dashes, and there's just yeah, all it's these got moves mechanics. in it. Yeah, it's so many of them, and the characters are are so different, and yeah. uh, but all perfectly balanced, and the game is just this." really great video game. And I actually, I say very frequently that nothing sounds dopier than someone playing a video game and you can't see the screen and you can just hear the sound effects bleeping and blooping over the uh, music. But you were saying that sometimes the music gets cut off in Streets of Rage 3. I actually like the way Streets of Rage 3 sounds when you're not looking at the screen and someone is playing it. It's just, it sounds like this cacophony of, of friction noises and static sounds and just explosions. Sounds like an action movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, so, it sounds weird, and I, I, I love how weird it is. Now that we've spent most of the segment discussing Streets of Rage 3, where does Streets of Rage 2 go on the list? Streets of Rage 2 is a really good, a good game. Uh, good game. It's, it's good like cookie dough, whereas Streets of Rage 3 is good like a cookie. Like a real cookie. Like a cookie that is out of the fresh out of the <laughs> oven. Yeah, right? you get you get that buttery taste as opposed to like the yeah. 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 Streets of Rage two sags a bunch in the middle. It gets slow. Like right around the time you, you're fighting on the baseball diamond, it starts to feel like Yeah, we were having a bunch of fun a couple minutes ago. But what what are we doing now, guys? You know, the you best know? Streets of Rage game is actually Streets of Rage remake for the PC, but that's not a Genesis game, so we can't rank that one. Actually, it's Streets of Rage three, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's right. Streets of Rage remake's pretty cool. Um, but Streets of Rage three is again that one stop shop for there was nothing better than this, and it is essentially a Genesis game, uh, and yeah. it's. It is in my top three on my personal list. But this uh, is a list that we're collaborating my, no. with on um, with I our know. listeners. Oh, yes. With our listeners, uh, Streets of Rage Two, uh, man. I mean, it's we we should put it on the list. It's just hard oh, it because I list. want the other one to be on there instead. Yeah, but and so it's we've we've failed in this podcast, I guess, for not. Not educating the listeners. Yeah, that we have. Three is the good one. Have we I not talked sad. about it enough times? I don't. I don't. <laughs> well, I, I think we must not have. We must consider not this our time. public service announcement. That's well, we've already done it like five or six times. We constantly talk about yeah, it. Yeah, but and 
we well, haven't we haven't taken a political stance on it. Streets of Rage three is the best right. Streets of Rage. Yes. All of you posers out there, start posing this way now. Yes, please. Pose start, in the correct manner. Pose pose and assume the correct pose about Streets of Rage. I think uh two is around Monster World four somewhere. Like it's right, near there. Right above or right below. Okay, so between Monster World 4 and Road Rash, or between Monster World 4 and Rocket Knight Adventures? I would put it below Road Rash, personally. Okay. Well, I mean, it's below Road Rash no matter what, right? But, yeah. No, so, below, so it's below oh. Road Rash no matter what. So is it, is it also below Monster World 4? Is, is, is yeah. I'd oh, put I it see. above Monster above World Monster 4, World 4. it yeah. is friendlier, and that yeah. music yeah. is pumping. Yeah. And uh, if you play as Skate or Eddie... Or Sammy, or whatever his name is. If you play a skate, it's an awesome game. Mm-hmm. It's actually uh, skate is just so much classier than the other characters. He's a fast guy. That skate. He's, he's, he's fast, and he has those jumps and those cartwheels. With really interesting, geometrically interesting. If only all the other characters were as good as him, and the okay. game were faster and had multiple endings, and it had a terrorist time bomb situation and and all that. Like, yeah, and, like and Streets ex- of Rage Three and extreme, <laughs> extreme psychedelic, noisy Japanese noise rock style uh, synth chip sound music. Then it would be really cool. Yeah, that'd be a neat idea. If only then, someone would make that game. Then <laughs> I would put that uh, right below Gunstar Heroes, but since it's not, I would put it above Monster World 4. Okay, our next game is Thunder Force 4. Thunder Force 4! Thunder Force 4! More like 4. Thunder Force! That is a good-ass game. I'm going to tell I... you what. If you put a gun to my head right now and told me which video game in the history of video games has the best graphics... <laughs> And you didn't give me any criteria, and I had to answer in two seconds, or you would shoot me in the head. Right now, I would say Thunder Force 4. It's not a bad choice. Thunder Force uh, 4 is a fantastic game. Even though it came out in 1992, it still has better graphics than what a whole lot of them other games had. The, the clouds and the water in Stage 1 uh, is enough to just about blow your brain through the top of your head. In in stage four, in the desert stage, you've got this this mist of of sand from a sandstorm blowing over, and uh, that I was focusing on that for a while, and it almost caused me to miss how amazingly awesome these little gr- uh, subterranean tanks are. They they skate around underneath the yeah. ground and then pop up and go bloop and and they jiggle there and then they shoot at you, and then they shoop back into the ground and they're just adorable and awesome and powerful at the same time, and they're everything's awesome in that game. Super cool! I love this game a whole lot, and uh, I think that Thunder Force Four is it plays super well, and it's it's hard, but it's not too hard. It teaches you how to play it very it's, well. It's accessible. It it's, yes. it's accessible, but it's also a hardcore game. And one cool thing to note about this is. Uh, the aggressive virtuosity of the uh, the up down scrolling, the fact that you can go yeah. like levels can be several screens tall, but you are scrolling to the side, and that just makes such a huge difference because you're getting parallax left and right, and you're getting parallax up and down, and yeah. you've got those awesome dithered clouds, and the the colors are just they're like how many like it's like somebody the artist is like how many colors do we got on this console, and they're like you got this many. And then they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna use. I'm gonna. I know which ones to use. Then, if if you if I've only got that many colors, 
here's what it's I'm true. Do. It's very, it's That's very, me. very vibrant, and uh, and feels, uh, it feels like more colors were used than actually were. Another and thing it, about what Tim was talking about with the vertical scrolling is like the uh, the it it's a shooter with level design. Even yep. though you know there's not there aren't a whole lot of obstacles. I mean there are obstacles, but it's it's the kind of thing where it's like okay we know that you're, we're going to gather your attention up here because of this thing. Now a screen and a half down, we're gonna we're gonna put a ship that flies by that has a one up in it, and you have to like mm. you you're focusing on this this thing right here. We know you're going to be fo- your attention's going to be here, and so we're going to put this secret down here. And it's not like hidden behind something. It's just down. You just have to go down and know to go down there. And I think that's really kind of awesome because it's totally hidden in plain sight. And that's that's great because they they're hyper aware of where they're leading you with the enemies they put on screen and the way that they shoot at you and what is happening. I think that's that's and super as, cool stuff. As the fourth game in the series, uh it's made by some some dudes who had already made three games which were more or less what they wanted. You can tell in Thunder Force 4 that it is exactly the video game that they wanted to make. Yeah, they and made it, this it game It looks on exactly purpose. like it, sounds exactly like what they must have wanted. Uh, it's just really, really flawlessly constructed in that regard. Um, however, every time I play it, I can think of a couple of things that I wish they would have done, like just in the feel of the game. It doesn't necessarily feel like a like a life-altering event every time you fire a bullet, whereas if Treasure had had a pass at it, maybe they would have uh, handed them a couple pointers, and then it would be number one on the list. But, so where is it on the list? Oh, man, I love it's, it a lot, but I would definitely under Gunstar Heroes. Under Gunstar Heroes, but above Shining Force 2? Maybe Brandon, what do you think? I, you know, I kind of, I'm inclined to agree with you there. It's, it's, it's a toss-up for me. Because I really like this game, and, but <clears throat> without the kind of, it, it's not as frictive as Gunstar, and so it gets a little lower on the and list, I, I guess. I would put Shining Force Two over it too, but I, I don't know. I I wouldn't do that, but only because I'm more inclined to have a you know like an hour experience than a twenty hour experience. Mm-hmm. Frank, where where do you roll on uh, well, Force versus Shining Force? Um, I haven't pl- played either, and between the two, I'd rather try Shining Force two. That, you, I don't you think that counts actually, as an opinion. You can play Shining Force <laughs> yeah. as as though you're watching a TV show, Brandon. You can actually like play. You can save in the middle of a battle. You can play like right. one battle at a time, yeah. or you can light it up and. Just talk to your dudes in your headquarters and then walk around the town, save, and then turn it off. So You don't even have to play a battle. You can just, I like this game so much. I so think, do I. I think I'm going to put it below Shining Force 2, but above Sonic 3 and Knuckles. That's, that, that, that would be the okay. plan if it That's were good. below Shining Force 2. All right. That, uh, fine. The next game on our list is <clears throat> Toe Jam Mineral. Uh, that's a veto. Veto. Veto Jam and Earl. I want to talk about why we're vetoing it because me and Brandon, well, we we said right in the uh, uh, in the goddarn, we were in my house and I was yeah. like, nobody better, Toe Jam and Earl better not be on there. Uh, 
because that game blows yeah, more like Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, Toe Jam and Earl wasn't even called up. That was on to begin with. Got enough votes. Nobody, nobody liked it uh, when it came out. Yeah, and then people, people thought they did. Pretending to like it, and it's just this big sloppy mess with awful music and dumb graphics and stupid characters and yep. lame writing. It is, it is a just a big steaming ice cream scoop of uncle jokes and dad jokes and uh it's it's just the stupidest thing it's america in the 90s but not the cool part hey tim, yeah, what's it's, the di- it's the fart jokes part yeah tim what's, yeah. The di- tim what's the difference between an uncle joke and a dad joke just real quick <gasps> there's a really big difference <laughs> um dad jokes aren't as cool as uncle jokes is the, the basic is, yeah, is the Uncle simple, jokes are a little racier. Yeah, uncle jokes are a little bit because you know he's not your dad. You know he's gonna <laughs> your uncle's the one who offers you a, a sip of his beer right. before yeah. your dad does. Maybe if, your dad if, offers you a sip of the beer when you're a little bit older. If you're the last two people alive and you've got to repopulate the earth, your uncle might think about it. <laughs> no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, your dad, your dad will offer you like a sip of your beer of his beer when you're like three. But not when you're 16. Yeah. But when you're 16, your uncle offers you a sip of your beer. The problem is, Toe Jam and Earl are basically your dad and your uncle. It's like hanging out with your dad and your uncle. Yeah, they, they've I teamed would, up and yeah. come to I your would, prom. Yeah. Papa I Toe would Jam rather, and Uncle Earl. <laughs> I would rather teach my mom how to play Triple Town than play Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Let's move on. Oh, next... Okay, so wait. The, the positive things about it is it's yeah. technically a roguelike, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. it's a I, I like really, really music. bad one. You like what? I like the funk music, too. The funk music is a – I like it in theory, not so much in execution. I think that's probably true of me, too, come to think of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that it's a roguelike, but it's a terrible roguelike. Uh, and, you know, if you want to – It's a roguelike. You want a sixteen bit? No, a brogue like is uh, is Zaga thirty three. Yeah, I I realized after I said that that it it sounded like Michael Brogue. Everybody buys Zaga thirty. You, if you like. think you like Toe Jam and Earl, buy Zaga thirty three for your iOS device. Or it's true. Play-off. That's a really good game. Really, right. really, really, really fantastic game. Uh, next is Elemental Master. Ah, I, I don't really like that one. I don't really okay. like that either. All right. I don't know it. If, if, as long as we're talking about Masters, let's get this Jewel one right here. I oh, like Jewel, Jewel Master cool. a whole lot. Okay, uh, for skipping Elemental Master, uh, John... Wait, how, many, how many do we have on the list so far? Are we at 18? We, we have 17 on the list. Okay, keep going. You were going to say John Madden? Which John one? Madden 93. Ah, I like John Madden. I think John Madden's cool, but... Uh, uh, like 2009 was really good. They, they they keep consistently. They are consistently making good ones. So I can't say yeah. that a Genesis one is an essential video game. I didn't play 93. I played like I think 94? 95 and 96. I didn't play 94. No. 94, 95, and 96 were solid. I liked okay. 94 the best. But uh, it sh- had a lot of AI bugs in it. So we're skipping that one. Uh, Shinobi Three: Return of the Ninja Master. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I like that one a lot. That's a I'd video game. It- I'd put it at number twenty. Yeah, below, that's like, yeah. Let's put that at the bottom right now. Twenty okay, be, below shining in the darkness, which was no. already tentatively twenty. I want, I want that above shining in the darkness. Okay, put I it have... above shining in the darkness. It does at come least. First what, in, what's, uh, what's above that? Wait, shining in the gra- darkness comes first in alphabetical order. Uh, put it above gain ground. Put it above I want gain ground. Above gain ground too. Yeah. But below alien soldier. Yes. Uh, uh, alien soldiers. Own. Alien soldiers. Kooky. 
It's okay. Yeah, I'm 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 okay uh, with it. So so what what are, what are we liking about it, Shinobi Three? I Shinobi like, Three. Uh, it's got great music. It's got it's got a horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's actually, I, I think it's the best Shinobi game. To be oh perfect. yeah, for sure. Yep. It's like, got heck of jumping around. Um, it's it's a little too long for me. It's a little bit uh, long. It's it's a little bit of a, one of those kind of night at the uh, the symphony orchestra kind of feelings where it's like this is really cool when you sit down at your seat at the symphony and then maybe like an hour and a half later you're you, you know no matter how cultured or cool or smart you are you're a little bit bored. Yeah, it it takes a bit of a it's got a bit of a sprawl to it and uh, yeah. the level design. It alternates between pretty cool and kind of limp, um, which is a problem. But I really, it it looks super good and it sounds super looks good, and its moments where it makes you feel like a ninja are really cool moments, and it does have some of those. Yep. So I I like it a lot. Uh, there's another very similar game that I like way more that is in the top five of my personal list that has not been mentioned, and I don't think it will be, and I'm very sad. Uh, before we go through your personal lists, I'd like to go through all the runners-up that didn't make the cut. Wait, just, so wait, uh, are, we, are, we are we done? Are no, we we're 20? not at 20. We have uh, 18 right now. Okay, let's all keep right. going. Well, we've next... gone through the, the, the initial list that we were going through. Uh, no, there is still one There's one more that was voted up and one more that's still on the initial list. Then uh, why are we doing the runners-up now as opposed to when? Because I, because I will immediately pick a runner-up if it is alphabetically before where we're up to in the order. I don't All understand right. what's happening. That, that, that makes, that makes sense <laughs> sure. to me. Let's just... Let's, <laughs> okay. let's do it. Let's do whatever let's it is. Let's not dwell on logistics. Troubleshooter 2. Troubleshooter, Troubleshooter 2. 2 is interesting, but not very good. Yeah. 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 I, B, N, B, G. Okay, that's a veto. Uh, this is the last one that made the initial cut. Vector Man. Oh, I like Vector Man. I don't really like Vector Man. I liked it... I like it, but how much do I like it? I don't like it enough. I mean, I could, I, I could get it on to number twenty. Below shining in the darkness. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's like some really inventive level design stuff in that game that yeah. I really, really appreciate. Somehow, Vector Man Two ruined Vector Man One for me retroactively. Yeah. Because it it just it took it took Vector Man One and drew it out and made me feel, in retrospect, like Vector Man 1's level design was not that good, maybe, because when you, when you just stretch it and wring it out, there's not much left. Uh, but that's kind of unfair, so I could put it at number 20. Okay. Anything else you yeah. want to say about Vector Man before we go on to our 20th one, possibly, unless we veto it? I mean, nope. yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess Vector Man was cool. Okay. Uh, zombies ate my neighbors. No, that was also on Super Nintendo, and it was way better on Super Nintendo. Sorry, jerks. Also, I do I like, like it. it. I, do I like it. it. I like it a little bit. Like it. it was. It, I, I like, like it a whole lot. I like it a tiny bit. That is, that is a, better on Super Nintendo, though. Yep. That's okay. a visual style that I will just never get down with. American nineteen nineties. Yeah. Strider. No. Uh, Strider is great, but it's not a Genesis game. I don't even yeah. know. Like, is a Genesis just a straight port? Well, it is. The, it was the it's best attempt, home port of it. It's an attempt uh, at a straight yeah, port. Yeah, yeah. the arcade game exists. Whatever. Yeah. It, it's. Uh, I actually would say that I don't like it. Okay. I like it. Even if we I are like calling it. it a Genesis game, I think it's. Uh, it's floppy. It is it's, floppy, but I like it. It's so. That, it's like that trying whole... to eat tomato soup with a with 
uh, a deflated balloon. No, it's more like trying to eat borscht with an inflatable balloon, which is at least somewhat interesting because it they do they it do is interesting. they do that whole thing of robots plus uh, Soviet Russia and a lot of just they tried a lot of stuff like the running down hills and climbing all over everything. Anyway, let's let's move on. Granada. Granada. Yeah. Uh, do I know what that is? I don't. I don't know about that one. I don't know. I, I've 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 seen it. I haven't actually ever played it. All right, Shining Force One. Force One's great, but let's veto uh, it because we already have Shining, Shining Force. Oh, um, Granada is a it's a wolf I've, team I, game. Yeah, it's a wolf team game, and it's pretty cool. But I've never oh, really just played it. I've never. Yeah, really. Okay, uh, so Shining Force One, we're also vetoing. I'm, yeah, I'm going to play too. Granada. Right. I'm going to play it later. I'm going to play it I'm too. Find it and play it. How about Echo the Dolphin? Nah, nah. It's. I think it's a really interesting game. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Echo the Dolphin, but I don't want to play it ever. Yeah, you have respect for it, but the game's not called Respecto the Dolphin. It's called <laughs> Echo the Dolphin. So, so he gets he gets the axe. This dolphin gets into the can of tuna. Yikes! <laughs> wow. uh, Fan- Fantasy Star Two. No, no, okay. no. Revenge, no. Revenge of Shinobi. Um, uh, nah, no. I don't really need to put that on there. Okay. I like Shadow Dancer and Shinobi Three better. Okay, RoboCop versus the Terminator. Oh, nope. that game! That game is sweet, but no. Okay, I don't know. Uh, Beyond Oasis. Oh, that's a good game. Wait, I like that no, one. no, Beyond Oasis is not Legend of Thor, right? It's Story of no, Thor. It's not. Story of Thor. No. Uh, yeah, I like then the Saturn I one better. I like I like Magic Knight Ray Earth on the Saturn okay. better as well. While we're at it, uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World. No, I mean no offense, but we I already mean, got one of them. Is right. that the is that Monster World? That's is that three, the one right? that comes. Is that the one that comes after what we call Wonder Boy three on the Master System? I don't know. Whatever. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Dynamite Heady. Uh, I like it, but uh, I like it, but for reasons kind of that, like why I like Alien Soldier, and I think there's only yeah. I like it, but not enough. All right, Shadowrun. Shadowrun for Genesis is definitely one of the best video games ever made, and it is on my personal list at so, number ten. But it's I did not play it. I must say I just didn't. Is, I hate to use this again, but like of all the games I haven't played, that's that we've mentioned. That's probably the top one. So are we vetoing this or not? I I think probably not. Okay, it's uh, a. It's the cool thing about the Shadowrun series is first of all every video game with Shadowrun in the title is awesome and they're all totally different and they're all just called Shadowrun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's it's a little so, frustrating but uh yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it, I mean it, it has intrigued me certainly. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic game. The Genesis one in particular is Really underrated, and it's it's another user hostile weird game. It's really weird. If we put it at number ten, as you suggested, it would no, be... no, it's no, 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 no his on personal, my personal list, list. Right. On, on the it's personal put, list. That I'm put it on the bottom. Just put it on, on the bottom. bottom. Below yeah. Vector Man. Nobody's nobody here's played it though, except me. Yeah, yeah I'd so, rather play it than Vector Man, but so I guess it's on the bottom. Me too. 
Wait, right. no, I'd rather play it than Vector Man. So, I'm more interested in playing. Uh, put it at 19. Oh, so. so below Shining in the Darkness. Sure. Okay, that Do is it. our final list, you guys. Except it's we have to discuss it. I feel uh, okay. like I feel like it. We, we're being a little bit unfair to all the other games that you had on the list that we didn't mention. Okay, no. I'm go- I'm going to quickly read through the rest of the list. Yeah. Are you ready? The rest yeah. of the submissions. Yeah, the rest of the submissions. I'm going to quickly right, read through them. Go, just go, just go, stop me. Streets, Streets of Streets of Rage One, Thunder no. Force Three, no, NHL no. Ninety Three, as you no. mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, Virtua Racing. Echo I the, had that on my list, but it's right. okay. Echo yeah. the Tides of Time. No. Boogerman, a pick and flick adventure. Nope. Oh, no way. WWF Royal Rumble. No. Mutant League Football. Yes! <laughs> God, that's like number four on my list, you jerks. <laughs> well, it didn't Why make you a have cut. Like I four apologize. Pieces, but... <laughs> nope. Like, what Just... is one of the greatest video games of all time. All of the ones that didn't make the cut at this point only got one vote. You want yeah. to talk about America in the 90s? You want to talk about EA uh, pre- EA Sports, EA. Pre-A. Anyway, Pre-A. keep going. Okay, uh, oh, where am I? Okay, Arcus Odyssey. Yes! Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I like... Uh, eh. Okay, for me, for my personal video games that I enjoy, that is in my top five. Okay. That's a pretty hot one. Green Dog, the Beach Surfer Dude. Nope, 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 nope. 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 Golden Axe 2. No. Nope. Sparkster. Nope. Uh, eh. Yes and no. Yeah. Uh, Might and nope. Magic, Gates to Another World. I like that game, but no. Bonanza Bros. Nah. Nah. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Nope. It's not Uh, as good as the arcade. Ultra Beast. Not as good as the arcade either. That's a joke. Pac-Man 2, The New Adventures. It's also on Super Nintendo and it's better. Yep. Well, no, actually the sound is better on Genesis. Mm -hmm. Like, the sound is is really weird and echoey on Super Nintendo. It's Um, actually the Citizen Kane of games, so... (laughs) (laughs) Pac-Man 2 is, is one of my favorite, like... Uh, unappreciated games ever, but uh, it's not a top 20 Genesis game. Yeah, I wouldn't call it that neither. Another World. That's, no, come on, that's on every console ever. That's a PC game. Uh, Bare Knuckle 3. It's an Amiga game. Wait, Bare what? Knuckle you 3 is Streets of Rage 3, you that's jerk! Rage 3. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Come on, man. Okay, that got one vote. I'm sorry. Dude, that, that's I, I a, didn't know that. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, no. I was Does that mean we're allowed to put it in our I'm list? Not, I'm, not up on my Genesis, I'm not up on my Genesis lore. I apologize. I Does that mean we're allowed to put it in the list? Does that mean we're allowed to put it up there? No, it's not. It's too late. God darn it. Why is it too late? Just because no. we hit 20, it's too late? No. Yes, no. because we hit 20, it's too no, late. No, no. We can still reshuffle this, I think. These were, spe- these were put in a specific order. Hey, Jaffe, remember that time when you said, if it were on the list, we could sw- switch it out, but since it's not, we can't, but it is on the list. I guess it is on the list, yeah. So where would we put it? Where would we put it? Replace two. Replace two and then Man, move I, it up. I feel, I feel like such a tool right now, guys. Knock, <laughs> yeah. knock off two okay. and then put Streets of Rage 3. Uh, where would we want to put it? Um, I know I've I got my personal list. I've got where it is. I would put it... Okay, uh, read the top ten again. The top ten are Sonic 2, Landstalker, Gunstar Heroes, Shining Force 2, Thunder Force 4, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, Ranger X, Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore. Okay. Oh. Um, I would maybe put it... Over Thunder oh, Force. and Fantasy Star 4. Okay. I was going to put it just above Thunder Force 4. That's where I'd put it. I'm good okay. with that. That's right, but that's actually where I have it in my personal list. All right. <laughs> okay, let's okay. put Bare Knuckle 3 over there. Uh, Devilish Mahjong Tower. 
Now, <laughs> that's a troll. I, I am just—is that was that Stabo? That was probably Stabo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Langrisser two. Uh, that's uh, a cool that's, game, but no, that's an all right game. Shaq Fu. I knew that was going to be on there. That's, that's hilarious. A that's a troll. Yeah, you guys are hilarious. Keep it up. Uh, Squirrel King. No. Is that a video game? That I guess. is. Yeah, that is a. Uh, what we call a Hong Kong original. It's one of those pirate things, and uh, it's, uh, and it's uh, a version of Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers on the NES. Right. I see. Okay. And it's actually okay. It's pretty good. Super Hydlide? No. And finally, Torment. What is Torment? I don't know what that is either. There's a game called Torment for the Genesis. Number one. Well, Number I'm one sad. Game. I'm real sad. Okay. So, so, we have 20 then, right? Yes, we have 20. Our final list... For- did you research that? Because I can't find evidence. I see Battle Kid 2, Mountain of Torment. Yeah, there is no... And, and that is an NES game, by the way. Right. Uh, so, maybe it's Mega Drive? Could be. Yeah. I think this is a real game. Planescape I, I didn't think Planescape Torment pretty cool. I, I didn't think Devilish Mahjong Tower or Squirrel King was a real game, but I counted them anyway because... You guys know more about Genesis than I do. I didn't know Bare they Knuckle. They are real 3. games. It's I, just uh, I didn't it's, know Bare Knuckle Three was Streets of Rage Three, guys. That's too bad. Uh, now that. you do. It's, Out it's of okay. my wheelhouse. It's okay. Now you now so, you know, and uh, you should probably play it as soon yeah, as you can. All I did was tally the votes, man. Okay, and use my <laughs> stupid backwards. You had one system. job, Jaffe. <laughs> <laughs> so did we? Did we win? Uh, so, yes, we will. So our final list, which you're free to shuffle now with your final revision, is uh, running from bottom to top. Vector Man, Shadow okay. Run, Shining in the Darkness, Gain Ground, Shinobi 3, Alien Soldier, Rocket Knight Adventures, Monster World 4, Road Rash 2, Fantasy Star 4, Contra Hardcore, Castlevania Bloodlines, Ranger X, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, Thunder Force 4, Bare Knuckle 3, Shining Force 2, Gunstar Heroes, Landstalker, and Sonic 2. That um, sounds good, I guess. I'm pretty good with it. My only thing is I kind of want to put Gunstar Heroes above Landstalker. <laughs> well, we... <laughs> that, I, think, I think I was the one who had the deciding vote on that, right? They're the yeah. games that they both yeah. got 100 perfect scores from game fans, so it's pretty yeah. possible to tell. Yeah, so that would mean Sonic 2 got like 110 or something? I'm, yeah, it should have. Yep. Yeah. 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 Right. So, are we gonna just say that's it, and uh, then uh, for a lightning round, can we talk about our personal picks that we're upset are not on the list? Uh, uh, yeah. Before you, before you do, I want to talk about which were the top three games according to our listeners oh, based on idea. our vote tallies. Uh, okay. Number three is a tie with seven votes between Castlevania Bloodlines and Streets of Rage Two. Oh, that's nice. But those guys, uh, whoever voted for Streets of Rage Two, try. Try Streets of Rage 3 in light of this discussion that we've had. I'm not going to insult you for liking Streets of Rage 2. It's just just that the the popular opinion about it has just kind of swayed you, and maybe you just are ignorant instead of stupid. Okay. Uh, The second second highest game is Sonic the Hedgehog 2 with 11 11 votes. I'm scared of the next one. I'm really scared. Number one, Gunstar Heroes with 19 yeah. Okay. That's I'm totally bad. cool that's, with that. That's I would. Good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, we've got a pretty good audience. They just don't know that two is better than three. three uh, or rather, three is better than two. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't either. Street, we have to say it again. Streets of Rage three is better than Streets of Rage two. All right. So <laughs> let's go through your lists, guys. Who wants to go first? All right, I'll I go first. Have a list prepared, so you guys go ahead. I think we've covered all. So of my, 
My list to the top five is Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Landstalker, Shining Force 2, Gunstar Heroes, and Castlevania Bloodlines is the top five for me, which we obviously, we did pretty good with all of those. Mm -hmm. Then I have Contra Hardcore, Streets of Rage 3, Ranger X, and here's where my list starts to diverge. Uh, Rolling Thunder 2, Subterranea, Pulse Man, Megaturrican, El Viento, Fantasy Star 4, uh, Monster World 4, uh, and what else was on? And then, and then Urban Strike. Rocket and then Eternal, Eternal Champions, right? Obviously, uh, Eternal Champions. Ur Urban Strike, Rocket Knight Adventures, Shadowrun. That's my, that was my list. So I That's hope everybody good. took notes there. Uh, I'm really sad that Rolling Thunder 2 wasn't mentioned because I thought I mentioned that in enough action button reviews. And also Subterranea is god darned amazing. <clears throat> I didn't do mine. Really I didn't do mine in order, unfortunately. So what I'm going to do is just talk about the games that I like that weren't on the list. Yep. Okay. Uh, thing to do. Which I will go through very quickly. Jewel Master is, oh, J J is a game where your the top half of your body doesn't move when you walk, but the lower half does, and I love that when it syncs almost to the music, and it's great. And it's just a very simple, but also tight action game with a bunch of cool things in it and it's a, it's a super fun time and it's hard but you can get good at it which I like a lot uh, then there's El Viento which uh, in Spanish means the Viento <laughs> uh, no, it, it, it means the wind and uh, <clears throat> this is a wolf team game I like wolf team a bunch and it's, uh, it's my guess was that this was the game that Tim said was like Shinobi 3 that he liked better is that correct uh well actually it's uh, there were two games that are like Shinobi 3 that I like better which is El Viento and I consider Rolling Thunder to be sort of a Shinobi like game. So Rolling yeah. Thunder 2 is yeah. I've got Rolling Thunder 3 upstairs right now. Oh that's a hot one, but I that's like Rolling one. Thunder 2 better. It's it feels more colorful. Yeah, happy. I just like that you can play as a lady in Rolling Thunder 3. Yeah. Also it was released it was made in Japan only for America, which is funny. Um, I like I, the level design in the Rolling Thunder 2 better, though. That, this probably would have been my number 20, but I like Ragnacenti, a.k.a. Crusader of Senti. It's just a, a Zelda-y like fun so time. Much. It's a good I like one. that so much. It's not as good as Zelda, though. No, no. Whereas Landstalker is better than Zelda, so... Um, this, this doesn't deserve to be on the list. It's Soldiers of Fortune. It's, a, it's an Amiga game that I really like that came out on Genesis, and... Oh, you made it, me play that one. I yeah, remember. it always felt like a Genesis game to me because I first played it on Genesis, but technically it's an Amiga game, so anyway. Uh, I also like Alicia Dragoon, which would have been pretty far down the list probably, but it's a fun time. It's I, I game like arts. The, uh, It's uh, with art by Gynax. Yeah. Uh, I actually like that game a lot, but yeah. it's not on my list. It's a good game. And then... Uh, Light Crusader, which is basically Treasure's Landstalker. It's way easier. It's um, a little weirder, and it's, it's... It's a lot weirder. It's it's not as good, but I really liked it, and um, it's shorter. I played straight through it and had a fun time. So those are my it, games that I really liked weird. that weren't on the list. Oh, but I didn't say <laughs> Arcus Odyssey. I think Arcus Odyssey is really a great game. It's another uh, Telenet Japan game. It's a uh, isometric shooting 
action game with some great music and some weird stuff. It's got neat power-ups. It can be confusing sometimes, but once you get into it, it's it's just got that that 90s Japan PC Engine kind of a feel, uh, but on the Genesis, and um, I think it's great. There you go. Great. Yeah, I, I like that game, sort of. I mean, it's not my favorite game, but I like Arcus Odyssey. We, sh- we should play that two-player and, and see what you think. I, I'd hang out with that. Why the yeah. heck not? Let's do it. So, uh, I didn't have anything prepared. I'm, I'm like thinking back to the games I actually played that weren't mentioned, and like I can't think of anything that was actually good. Um, NBA Jam got a ton of play on my Genesis, uh, but... You know, we're not counting that. Uh, no one's mentioned Rystar, which is a really good game. It's okay. Yeah, you know the the problem with that I have with that game is that it's it was kind of trying to be a Sonic a little bit, and it, yeah. the pacing was was not right for me, and the level design it was got a little, a little strange at times. Um, I actually think Adventures of Batman and Robin's probably in my top ten. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's that's a really good game. It's you know for those who haven't played like. People have a hard time playing it because they don't think of it the correct way. It's it's a shooter on foot, is what it is. It's like it's like a vertical shooter, except you have legs. Uh, and once you start thinking of it that way, it starts making sense. Um, a lot of stuff about that game bothers me. Yeah? Uh, I don't like that it's a Batman game. It's weird that it's a Batman game, I agree. I yeah, mean, I feel sense. like we should have awesome Batman video games, right? Mm-hmm. Why, why not? We could have had awesome Batman video games back then. Why? Yep. Why did that have to be Batman? Obviously I like the Konami should... Super Nintendo one. So. I like that one too. It's like, why couldn't we have evolved that sort of thing a little bit more? I don't know. Um, I really like Zombie Ate My Na- Zombies at My Neighbor, but we eliminated that. Um, what else did I like? Is this the end? Should I wrap this up? Let me hang on. Let me go through this list for a second. Just make sure we didn't miss anything because I didn't have a list. So I'm looking at someone else's list just to see if it inspires me. Um, Were you gonna add going to add McDonald's Treasureland Adventure? I don't think that occurred to anybody. That's actually a pretty good game. No, it would have occurred to me. It's a treasure game after all. Uh, you know the Micro Machines game on Genesis is pretty good. Pretty hot. I like Micro Machines back then. Um, oh. Another one, sorry, that I had on there is uh, Musha. Musha's good. That's a, it's so, a sequel shooter. to Commando. I will be posting the uh, full list as we collaborated on it with you guys on uh, facebook.com slash podcast. Brennan, Frank, and uh, Tim, you are also right. welcome to post your own personal Top 20 Genesis games in okay. that Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, listeners, why don't you go ahead and do that, too? Uh, just yeah, everybody, everybody do it. Sure, make your top twenty. In let's have a love fest. Yeah, let's all do it. You can get in touch with us as well on Twitter. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Brandon's at Necrosofty. Frank's at Frank's Faldi. Tim's at one zero eight. Uh, you can keep sending in your questions and suggestions for topics to podcast at insertcredit.com, and we'll do this all again next week. I'm Alex Jaffe. Uh, I'm, I'm Tim Frank's Rogers. Foley. I'm Brandon Sheffield. Ooh. I'm Frank Sfaldi. And I'm this... I'm Frank Sfaldi. And Frank this... Sheffield. I'm Alex Jaffe. Subterranea, Pulseman, Rolling Thunder 2, come on, Pulseman's not that good. And this and this Pulse and this and this and this, and this and this and this and this and this is podcasting! Podcast over, yeah!